are switched over. We're all on a family plan. We are finally a family. That's how you know you're a family. If your <laughs> Facebook status says uh, that you're a family, or if you're uh, the tech my, company, does that my you, status even say we're married? I have no. I'm not on Facebook. Oh, true. Who would I be married to? <laughs> someone nope, on, someone nobody on Facebook. on Facebook. Facebook does not recognize this marriage. <laughs> Welcome to Opinions That Don't Matter. Hello. Are, uh, a podcast that uh, talks gibberish. Happy Halloween. Ooh, ah, 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 I, ah, in, my, in my plan, I was like, I'm going to totally get dressed up. You did? No, I meant as a character. Oh, what character were you going to dress up as? I was thinking I would do, I don't know, I was going to look through my bin of costumes. And I had planned on either being a 70s disco girl or a pirate, but here I am. A 70s disco pilot or pirate. Yeah. Oh, pilot. Yeah, well, I just upgraded it right there. Yeah. It's 1970s. You're a Pan Am oh, pilot. Yes. You're flying. Yes. You've got Do roller I get the skates. jacket? I just really want the jacket. Is that a members only jacket? I don't know. I just like those those leather old jackets they had from the pilots. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. Those, those cool are pretty cool. jackets. But instead I have a TikTok sweatshirt, which is fine also. What but happened it's to cold. us? The 70s were cool, man. Hip. Well, yeah. Jive. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know. It's That's... more like this, but I was afraid I'd knock my water over. Oh, okay. Yeah. So for those of you listening at home, welcome to another episode. We're just uh, kind of chilling out at home here, and I'm just so excited about the weather. And I know that that's not the most exciting thing to talk about, but... I mean, it's debatable. In California, especially in Los Angeles, the weather doesn't change very much. So when we have changing of weather... We get so excited. And I swear to God, I do not remember it being this cold for, I don't know, fucking forever. All the leaves are brown. And the sky is still sunny, but it's cold enough. I know. And I get to put a sweatshirt on and walk around my house with I went a blanket. For a walk today. I, uh, a little I bit. Yeah, I left the house and uh, I was on a mission. Yes. Our friends, so the Dodgers. Yes. One something. Uh, Los Angeles Dodgers um, <clears throat> baseball. <clears throat> if you're not aware, Major League Baseball in the United States, it's a big sport. <clears throat> and Los Angeles, I don't know if we can stand to win this much. We're winning so much. <laughs> this city is full of winners. The most winningest city. The, the winningest. Some might say. Some may say. Uh, no, but they just won the basketball championship, which nobody tuned into. And then they just won the baseball, um, championship. Which nobody tunes into. I always find that weird when they say it's the world champions, but, but you're only really playing against, it's, you're playing against one team in Canada and the rest are Americans. So it's really the North American conference. Well, or more like uh, baseball in the United States plus one, you know, your plus one is Canada. Mm, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. not fair. Anyway, so the Dodgers won. Uh, go Dodgers. Uh, we don't really Question care, mark. you guys. We give no fucks about baseball. I but mean, someone in our life, their nanny is a huge Dodgers fan. And so Sean went on a journey to get the newspaper so right. that they were going to get framed for her for yeah for Christmas, I, um, I presume. I'm guessing so. Hanukkah? Uh, Nobody knows. But so, yeah, uh, Ben's uh, <laughs> nanny is a... Uh, a big Dodgers fan, 
so you know it's kind of cool to have i've saved newspapers from championship before um, oh you saved the newspaper when seattle said they were going to get a hockey team i saved that one i saved sean's a hoarder by the way <laughs> i saved the king sean winning... has stacks and stacks of newspapers i'm just kidding mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I have stacks that I, I like a habit trail i have to walk around the newspaper stacks i don't really understand i get wanting to keep it for like a momentous occasion that means something to you but i guess what i don't really understand is like why why would we care if the kings won like why would we want that newspaper oh uh, i yeah that's a good point <laughs> um but it is cool when you see old-timey you know uh newspapers sean's gonna own an antique shop you heard it here first yeah you know when you see a newspaper <laughs> from like uh, 1975 you know and uh you're like wow that's framed, a long time ago i guess and put it up in our our home somewhere. Yeah. My grandfather had a, a really cool one that was hanging in the, it was the weirdest place. If you went into their basement, they okay. had a, an oil closet, which is where the- An oil closet? Yeah, where the oil Explain. drum is. Why would you have an oil drum? Heating oil. Uh, a lot of uh, homes are heated with oil in wintertime. What? Yeah. How does so, that work? Explain yourself to me. It's just like just like we have here with, uh, with natural gas, except they use uh, oil. So, so you burn, so does somebody come and fill it every yeah, so often? Every year you get a, you can do it more than once a year if you're burning a lot, but you probably shouldn't. So you have one drum. That's so uh, weird. I've never heard of that. Yeah. It's just a different way of heating your property. Wow. So, so then the, your oil closet, <laughs> which just sounds so weird, your oil drum slash closet, is that just piped into the places that need, like how does, or is, is it run to a furnace? Yeah. Oh, yeah so this it's is so weird that's yeah, just a different way so anyways, I, i'm just i'm learning along with you teach it teach me your cold weather ways yeah if it gets really cold you <laughs> chop up your furniture and you burn that as well that's another you know if all the electricity is out and uh, that sounds terrible <laughs> no anyway so in the in the closet where they had the the big oil tank mm -hmm. the oil um, closet he mm -hmm. had tacked my grandfather tacked up uh um, a newspaper. So when you open the door to this teeny little closet, there was yeah, a newspaper just, yeah, packed just, up? Yeah, on the wall. <laughs> what Next. was it about heating and cooling? <laughs> yeah, it was the instructions. Um, mm. Sean, don't press any buttons. Sean, what please read instructions before yeah. you touch things. No, but it, it was such a cool little time capsule because you, you would open this closet and you could smell it, first of all, because it had just this light oil smell, which isn't bad. Like an oil, like a... Like a dark oil, a rich, you know... This like is French so fry oil. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like vegetable oil smelled yeah. like mm, apple fritters. No, does it smell just kind of like a car oil? Like a very like a mechanic. It doesn't. It doesn't. Mechanic stink. area. Yeah. Clean oil. <laughs> a garage. Okay. Mm -hmm. A hint of nice uh, light crude. You with, know, with mahogany. Mm. Mm -hmm. A summer blend. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> in that closet, you'd open the door, and there was a pair of skates that I remember probably from like the 1950s or Wait, 60s. Wait, so this is like a closet closet that also has an oil drum in it this is all very confusing to yeah, me yeah it's a closet with a, an oil tank in it so the oil tank is like all closed up and just has a pipe coming out of it almost like a hot water tank or something yeah, yeah. Uh, except this was horizontal not in vertical. my mind it was open i don't know why like a, a boiling like a vat, vat of oil and a guy would come and like fill it up yeah with his pot good day governor <laughs> uh so anyways and the milkman will come with his glass bottle i don't know <laughs> sounds so old what do you think happens in canada <laughs> I don't know. You guys have a lot of permafrost. Things are really cold. I really am very confused. I did not. Why would I know about oil drums? No, that's okay. I, I don't know what you guys use in uh, Gas, Washington. just like here. Same okay. as here. Or yeah. wood-fired stove. There you go. Which, you know, as a kid, it was a wood-fired stove, and we had electric heaters along the baseboards in our rooms. 
Oh, I hate those. Why? The noise for salt. When no, metal expands. There's no noise. Oh, yeah. Maybe different models. I don't like Maybe. that noise when, when metal expands. Ooh, we don't like that night. noise. Ooh. Because Ooh. Well, it's not consistent and it's like a snapping noise. It's hard to fall asleep to. It's not <laughs> like a running spring it, or guess. a babbling brook or a babbling <laughs> podcaster, perhaps. That's oh. how you fall asleep. Mm. I ran a survey on. Survey says. That people listen to our podcast. So I, I ran a they survey. They watch it. Mm-hmm on uh, the YouTube community tab. Thank you to everyone who, who weighed in on and let YouTubes. us know. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Some people watch. I, I basically asked, what do you do? Do you watch it or do you listen to it? Mm-hmm. Although it's um, a little biased because you're asking where people watch yeah. on the platform with which they would watch it. Right. But yes, thanks that's for like, watching. Uh, that's like giving someone spaghetti and salad for lunch and saying, while they're eating the spaghetti. So do, do you eat spaghetti? Yeah. True. true. That, that's what my survey was. I was wondering was. where that was going. I was like, spaghetti and salad. <laughs> it's because I'm hungry. <laughs> Me too. Uh, no, but apparently a lot of people obviously watch on YouTube because uh-huh. they answered the survey on YouTube. But what I found interesting was that a lot of people are doing, uh, they're watching and listening. Yeah, so multiple. they go on Depends Spotify on where or Apple. Mm-hmm. If you are on Apple, uh, feel free to leave a review. Yes. A review? A review? Give us a review for you. Yeah. Okay, so in the oil closet with a newspaper, what was on the newspaper? Inquiring minds want to know. How dare you? I mean, you you pushed me so far off the topic. Well, I was so confused by, first of all, just the term oil closet. Yeah. It was very confusing. That could be my term. I don't know if other people use that. That's what I call it. You let us know. If if you live in a cold climate or if you're like me where you're from the West Coast and you're like, say what? Yeah. Okay, so what was on this newspaper? Uh, it was basically just headlines from uh, Canada, Team Canada beating uh, the Russians in this. Oh, well, that makes really sense. serious. I wonder why he keep it in the oil closet. Hmm. I, I think it was probably the only place my grandmother let him. Uh, That's fair. You know, put up anything like a newspaper heading, uh, but it was <laughs> next to his skates, so I think that was his little. Oh, his little a area. Weird hockey shrine that mm, my grandfather had. Not so much oil closet, more hockey shrine. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well. So we that got one's a- for you, Pippi. Thanks for listening. <laughs> so we got. Do you ever notice that mm-hmm. some people um, use social media to to talk to the dead? And I, I will. Okay. Yes and no. So first of all, what? Okay. Second so, of all, wait, let me let me okay. clarify. Okay. So the reason why I said this because my grandfather has passed away, and I never really talk about him or i've never mentioned him on social media or whatnot right like well i mean it's a weird i mean i guess i talk about my dad but but it's just stories it's more stories i don't like talk about him it's more like yeah my dad used to yeah well i haven't and i just think it's interesting it just occurred to me like oh i've never mentioned (laughs) my grandfather before and there's so many great stories about this guy yeah Uh he was interesting when i met him so the first time so i'd never brought a guy home like ever you brought my grandfather home? No, I'm telling this. Just let me get where I'm getting, <laughs> Mr. Pete Spaghetti and Salad. I brought Sean home. We've been dating two years, maybe? Something like that. And around that same time, I think it was, I want to say it was like spring or summer. It had to be summer. So like the three weeks in Montreal when it's warm. I'm just kidding. But we went out probably in like May or April, I think is when it was. And we went out for me to meet his family. And... Sean's opening a LaCroix, a LaCroix, because we're still sober Octobering. Um, anyways, so then uh, they had a big barbecue out at the country house where your dad and um, aunts were living. And Pippi already had pretty, I don't know if it was late stage at that point, but like moderately moving through Alzheimer's. 
Correct. And first of all, Bobby and Johnny and him look like a twin. They're like identical. Like it's funny because Sean's father is one of six and some of them look just like the mom and some look just like the dad. And your, your dad does not look as much. He, he's like a mix, but he doesn't look as so much. Like when I saw Pippi, I was like, oh my God. And then saw Bobby. I was like, oh my God, they're like the same person. But anyway, super friendly guy, super funny. And he was a salesman forever. And he was so, because his memory was going, his salesman-ness really was like at an all-time high. I think because he was a salesman his whole life. Uh, mm-hmm. He reverted back to that. It was a, a skill set that was mm-hmm. so ingrained in him that in situations where perhaps you may not have a full command of the situation, mm-hmm. and that happens especially when you have Alzheimer's, right? You maybe yeah. you're, uh, but you're he would like so well. fake it till he make it kind yeah, of. Yeah, like, because he had he, great salesman mm-hmm. skills. So he, but sometimes that got him in trouble. One time he, um, I think he was confused. He was living at my aunt's place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they had a multi-generational con- uh, condominium. Mm-hmm. and Condominium, the full term. Yeah, the condominium. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my grandmother and grandfather were living with my aunt and mm-hmm. her husband, Saeed. And mm-hmm. they had bicycles in the basement. Uh, Marky and Saeed had bicycles. Oh, yeah. Didn't he sell them to somebody or He something? tried to sell Saeed the bicycles. His own bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> And Saeed's a good guy, so he played along with it. He's like, oh, really? That's that's a good price. Yeah, I, I, I'll take both of sure. them. Sure. And my grandfather was pretty excited because he made a, he not made just a one sale. sale, but he made two sales, you know. So he sold the his own <laughs> bikes. Saeed, Saeed his, his own, own bikes. bikes. I love that Saeed plays along because he's Bless such a good Saeed sport. That, yeah. But it was funny because I'd met, so this was the first time Shauna brought me home. This was like the year where we both went back to our prospective families and got to meet everybody. And... If, so Sean introduces me to him and I'm like, oh, so nice to meet you, Ross. You know, da, 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 da. shake his hand. And he's like, uh, make some comment about you're a looker. What are you doing with this loser or something? Because that's just kind of how Sean's family is like very jovial, joking. And ha ha. And we hug. It's nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. Do the, and then I'm awkward with the, oh, they kiss on both cheeks. Oh, this is so overwhelming. Ugh. And then about five, 10 minutes later, I'm talking to Lisa, his cousin Lisa, and because we were talking about how we're like the tallest people there because almost all of your families, like the women are super short and Lisa's like 5'9", I'm 5'7". We felt like Jolly Green Giants and we were joking and Pippi comes back over to me and he's like, hey, Blondie, haven't seen you around here. Wh- who who, who are you connected to? And he's like, and Lisa goes, is he hitting on you? And I was like, I'm pretty sure he is. And then we had a good giggle and I introduced myself to him again. Yeah. And it was kind of funny, but he was very, when I said, remember we met, you know, I'm sure, oh, I was just jerking your chain. Like he, yeah. oh, it was really funny. His he, salesman skills he, kicked in. It was, yeah, it was really great. And he, it was just really funny. It was, I'm glad that I at least got to meet him before he passed away. Yeah. He was, he was uh, a big part of my life growing up. Uh-huh. Uh, took a lot of life lessons from him, which uh, I'll reflect on uh, later. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was just interesting. And it's interesting what. Like when our memory goes or when things shift, like what do we lean on? And remember, uh, I think, I don't know if it was your dad or some member of your family was saying how he, even though he spoke English and French, he primarily would, re- he would only read in French. Remember the newspaper and stuff? Yeah. I think uh, as, as his, um, you know, as his mind was going, uh, so it was just fascinating. Some of the things that he held on to and because he was bilingual, hmm. um, the French didn't go. No, it's like English, he had a tighter grip on his French. Yeah, he had, he had words that were escaping him in English, but mm-hmm. in French he was still able to uh, 
to go longer um, yeah. in, in terms it, of a conversation. Which it was is, interesting because I've never known anybody who's bilingual. Though. I know. All I have is is English and I can hardly remember 10 words, let alone <laughs> sentences. That's something we've been joking about lately because we've done Sober October and here we are because we're recording this a little bit early, but here we are on the 28th. Um, and I thought by not drinking and stuff, I'd be like sleeping better and like waking up like Turns out your anxiety uh, gets worse when you don't have drinks. <laughs> Nothing to, no, no nerve tonic as the old timeies call <laughs> as it. the old timeies. I'm just kidding. No, but it's like, I'm, I'm more tired. I think I'm also just fatigued from the world, but it's then on top of that. The it, world fatigues me. The world is a vampire. Dun, 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 dun. We didn't know that that had so many meanings. Um, but not only am I exhausted by just the crisis that is 2020, but then I don't know what it is. It's like, I'm not anymore. There's not any more clarity in my thought. <laughs> I think it's it's like... Let me ask you a couple of questions. Although I'm not a doctor, I did stay mm, at a Holiday Inn once. Mm, um, mm-hmm. That makes sense. How is the air quality where you live, Mrs. It's fucking Louis? terrible. Ah, okay. Let me write. So my uh, nose... Is, my mom just the other night when I was talking to her, she's like, how come your nose is stuffed up? Are you catching a cold? And I was like, oh no, our world's just on fire and I can't go outside because the air is so bad. Yeah, I think you're probably feeling <laughs> tired uh, out of depression. It's possible. So I'm going to write you a prescription for... 10 push-ups, mm, a run no. around the block no, with no. a mask on I to avoid in, the bad air. No, I'm not going to do that. No, none of that'll work. Okay. I think I'll just do some stretches and watch some NCIS New Orleans, yeah. if that's okay with you. That's okay. I love that you have hijacked that pen of mine because it says Healthy Mind, Healthy Body on it. You guys can't see it. It's like a black like men's pen. I like the but weight of it. it has a pink jewel on the top, and that just really makes me happy because I don't think Sean's realized it until now. No, I, I've, I realized it. I, I like the bling. I like the fact that I can have a little, God damn, it is pink. Look at that. Um, <laughs> he always out of mind. steals my pens and it's fine but yeah. that one just particularly cracks me up because it's because it's like bejeweled <laughs> well Anyways, there you go i just had to point that out because it made me giggle so circling back around to oh, where okay. i was at when i mentioned my grandfather and I had that weird epiphany mm-hmm. the light oh, the talking that, to dead people yes yeah i see dead people i well i just find it weird the language people use in whether it's Twitter or Facebook, but mainly because I'm on Twitter, mm-hmm. I see it there. And when someone passes away, they use the social media mm-hmm. post, whatever they craft, mm-hmm. as a message to someone who's passed away. So it's like... Um, That's weird. I love you, Kobe. You know, you were so important to me. Uh, thank you for everything you've done. Why Can't you wait to, to see you next time. And you're like, what? it's all like as if you're talking to the person, not as if they've passed away. Like... I really, uh, this was my favorite athlete. I'm, I'm really sad about it. But no, they, the language people use. Yeah, like, so, and, and I don't mean to belittle it. And I, I don't even no, it's get not belittling. It. It's an interesting phenomenon, right? Because it is. social media it. gives us that access. Where to what? The in, afterworld? No, no, access to be able to say things publicly. Oh. At, and, and you could phrase it like you're talking to them or you're talking about them. You could do whatever you want, right? People talk in third person even, which doesn't make sense to me in most cases. So there's, we never had that way. Like that's not a normal thing to say in conversation. Right. If you and I were talking about Kobe, if we even cared about basketball at all, we'd say something to that effect of like, yeah, he was a great player. Man, he's going to be missed. Like that would be the conversation. There's no time or no room in a in a, any kind of conversation like that where you'd be like, Man, Kobe, you were, I mean, I guess you could be like, yeah, you, you are the greatest, but people would be like, is this guy serious? You know? Yeah. Or, uh, okay. So we'll, we'll step away from Kobe because he's kind of a, a touchy subject, I think for a lot of people. 
Um, but let's say you have a family member who passed mm-hmm. away or a friend. Why is uh, Kobe a touchy subject for people? Well, because uh, on one hand, he's revered as this great athlete. On the other side, he had a, a horrible uh, thing that he was a part of um, as a younger person. Uh, he oh, was I don't accused know of about him. Yeah, he was accused of rape. Um, oh. oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But anyway, we're court, just talking about believe. someone who passed away recently. It had yeah. nothing to do with him or whatever. The no, fuck, it. his life was full, filled with all sorts of chaos, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, um, if you have a family member, yeah. So, but then people will will post on Twitter like, uh, "I love you, mom or dad or whoever." Um, can't wait till you know the. the it's yeah, like a, a direct message, which I find strange. Um, but it's probably a way for people to process. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it's, I very, it's very strange for me. I'll t- give you an example. So back in college, unfortunately, we had this, uh, I'm saying kid, but he was my age. And he actually was from Washington as well. So we, when you're from the same kind of state, and he was like 40 minutes from where I grew up. And I was like, oh, my God, I know where you da, 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 da. We played you guys in that competition. You know, and you kind of you're like, oh, we're from the same area. And you get super excited. And you kind of find your little Washingtonian group. And he unfortunately got wrapped up in drugs and overdosed and died our freshman year of college. And okay. it was really tragic and like, it was like a shockwave. And I want to say it was actually the summer after our freshman year towards the end anyway. And I did not see that coming. I don't even know. I, I guess looking back, I'm like, that's why I never really liked his group of friends. And we never really hung out like in a real way. I just see him at school. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know that sounds weird for people, but in college, like you might party with a different set of people. And I definitely, I was like joining a sorority and I was trying to get involved in the social sciences division. Cause that's like where psychology is. And I had so my what? music group. So anyway, he passed away. And at that time, Facebook had become a thing. We'd all joined Facebook and it was like a big thing. And his, best friend or mom or someone kept his Facebook going and people would like post to it. And it was back in the day when you could just post on people's walls. I have no idea how Facebook works anymore. Cause like, I'm not. So it's like, uh, they, they had their own place to, to leave, you know, mm-hmm. a tribute to him. But then the thing that was weird is that I think it was his friend, his mom ended up, I believe shutting it down about a year after cause it was too painful for her. But the friend kept like replying as if it was Bo. That's an odd that thing. That was fucking weird. And then everybody got kind of weirded out, but it was just very strange to see. That was my first, I mean, obviously that was when Facebook first came to be and you had to have a school email address to even join it. So it was this weird like college thing. And, uh, people definitely used it as a way to kind of process the grief and to communicate with others going through it as well about what had happened. And it was, it was interesting. I don't personally, I don't find any benefit for myself in that, but in the same way, I always talk to, you know, online about things like if it works for you, it works for you. It's not hurting anybody. Yeah. I just, it's a, it's a bizarre social phenomenon that I've, I've noticed. I'm sure there's people who have written about it or are looking at it, but it, yeah. it almost looks like people treat it like a Ouija board, you know, and kind like, of, are you well, there on the other side? And you're like, oh, I don't know if they, I don't, I, listen, I don't know. If I pass away, mm-hmm. there's one thing I can guarantee. I won't be on Facebook in the afterlife well, not, looking, scanning for my name. You're not on Facebook now. Exactly. Also, I, you got to die to get away from Facebook. That's you know, what I'm the saying. way that I would, I would get a hold of you is I would have one of the Montreal Canadians send out a message. Oh, can you imagine if <laughs> Carrie Price says, uh, hey, Sean, we all know that you were run over by that uh, semi truck while you were streaking, you know, oh uh, whatever. Oh God. And that was an embarrassing way to go. But that aside, don't look at the photo below. But that aside, um, you know, mm-hmm. wherever you are up in heaven or, or, or somewhere else, perhaps down 
But I don't think people put these messages out to contact or to, I don't think it's that. I don't think they're like, we love you, man. Like as if you're expecting them to actually read it. I think it's a way for people to like process what they're feeling. I think so too. And it's the same as, as me talking to you about why I miss my dad or something or my grandpa. I'm making light of it. I'm I'm just joking, but you know what I'm saying. No, but I I think it's interesting. It is an interesting phenomenon. And I think social media, again, has just given people that medium, that ability, that way to to publicly talk about their grief, which maybe means because I do know Brené Brown uh, talks a lot about how sharing in things. That's why funerals are really important to be be at uh, is group closure. Well, it's not even just closure. It's like the support is really important and helps in the healing. So in a way, it's like, you know, what I, I bet happens when you it, pass away. Mm-hmm. If you go to, let's just say the good place. He's going to come up on a joke here because he's got this weird grin. Mm -hmm. If you go to the good place, Mm -hmm. everyone's outside and they're playing, there's sunshine and you're, you're just, you're enjoying yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. like probably like your childhood outdoors. Okay. If you go to hell, you know, you're, you're stuck there and it's like basically Twitter 24 seven. You're, you're just fighting with people on Twitter, you know, you're an asshole. No, you're an asshole. It's just, and Mm -hmm. if you go to purgatory you're a comment moderator on, on like, so uh, you're, you're, you know what I mean? Is that a Catholic thing, purgatory? Uh, it must yeah, because I'm I think like, I don't Christian even know thing. what that is. Yeah. I've never heard about it at church. Well, you know, they were predicting good things for you. So like, you don't even have to worry about that one, Katie. You just, I don't even believe in heaven and hell. Do we want to get into that? Sure. <laughs> you don't I think, think there's all... a fluffy cloud where the man no. above? I mean, no. no, I would like concrete descriptions of what people think it is because I, I really don't know i've never heard aside from the stuff you see in, Who, in it's it's a faith-based thing so no one's gonna give you a concrete description i know the fiery Imagine pits you of show hell up and you're like and like purgatory that's not something that we talked about in my church so in in my faith-based background purgatory wasn't a thing so who's right are there multiple levels to heaven? What do I need to have to get past level one to level two? Is this like Mario? Do I need to have like a If it's Scientology, that's $500. Tail? I know, right? You just pay your way. That's, yeah. see, I can get behind that. I'm just kidding. But can you imagine, I mean, what is heaven to mm-hmm. someone who is really picky? You know? Uh, or like, really high maintenance? Yeah, that'd be, that, mm. that version of heaven's got to suck. Like, uh, uh, my car wasn't washed exactly spot free. Do it again. You know, like the person who is insufferable. That person probably won't be in heaven. Why not? Because they're an asshole. No, they're just picky. They're not. Picky people are assholes. It's not a synonym. I think it is. It's a trait. I I think it's a synonym. (laughs) But so, I'm just particular. You're like, oh, she's an annoying asshole. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) 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 You, I like the way you wrote that but i need you to do it again like, there's a you know? cartoon that i saw it was very much in the uh, in the line of um the far side which mm-hmm. is probably one of the best cartoons out there uh, ever um and gary larson or no it wasn't gary larson whoever wrote this cartoon that was in that style oh, okay. mm-hmm. uh it said snowboarders that go to hell you know and it's this cartoon and there's a bunch of doofy looking snowboarders standing in line with their board and at the front of the line, there's the devil <laughs> with his pitchfork. Mm-hmm. And then there's a guy next to him with a table saw. And the person at the head of the line hands his snowboard over. And, and next to the devil is the guy. Who, and he's cutting the snowboard in half. He's turning into skis, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's such a dumb joke, but it resonates, you know. I love those ones. Like, 
well, what happens when you get to heaven or, you know, I love it. Uh, the one you have to give up your snowboard and they turn into skis. That's funny side, because if uh, you guys don't know, cause people might not know what your, that even references or why that's a thing. Oh, it's just a but, joke between skiers and snowboarders. Yeah. That people, cause skis existed first and people who are only skiers are like, like for a long time, I don't even know. I'm assuming this is different, but like Aspen and certain hills would only allow skiers. They would not allow snowboarders for a long time two mountains maybe in the u.s that are uh, still exclusive to skiers and i i honestly think well first of all it's pretension i think that is why that happened but also when people when snowboards first came to be skiers have been skiing for a long time that was when i was little and like i would skied because nick was skiing and we would just go skiing and so snowboarders were it was like new and people were learning and they weren't very good and they like plow and fall down and you know because you're learning and so skiers immediately were annoyed yeah that's one way of interpreting it. But I would, I'm just trying to make sense of the, the, why would it matter? We're yeah. both on the hill. I like, I don't have any problem with either. I actually can do both and I like both. And it's funny because I think it was like <clears throat> the, the young punks of the ski yeah. hill, right? Yeah. It's like what the kids are doing and you whippersnippers and your, your and their pants were like saggy and yeah. like, it's it was just a, a lot funny, of funny, it's just funny to me. However, mm-hmm. the pendulum swings mm-hmm. and it went to the point where, skiers were mad at snowboarders and then those snowboarders grew up and became old people such as myself and now who's on the hill the young punks skiers the kids have taken up i know skiing. they've taken up skiing and again. i fucking love it because they're I little love, radical kids that are. i like, just love snow sport i love sports yeah. and i love being out in it and watching but that is funny so that's what that joke is about is the fact that like if you want to go to heaven you have to be a skier kind of thing <laughs> Uh, there's also another, <laughs> or I great... guess the devil was doing it. So was it when you go into hell, they turn your snowboard into skis? Is that the yeah. joke? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was like, wait, cause they I didn't thought look of everything. at it. Cause I didn't look <laughs> at it. So yeah, there's the one far side cartoon where, uh, it's, uh, clearly the pearly gates, you know, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. clouds yeah, and big guy, fence. And Jesus and is sitting there at the top or God is St. Peter, uh, is at the gates. Right. And, uh, St. Peter, what's that? He's the guy at the gates. And so, uh, I'm not Catholic. All this. I don't know what that means. You guys have this as well. In your, uh, in your, in your flavor of uh, no, we don't talk about Saint Peter, Saint Christopher, any of that. Okay. Well, anyways, it, it's so Saint irrelevant. Peter's like the garter of the gates or something. Yeah, he's okay. the garter of the gates. Okay. Sorry, I don't know. Why are you laughing? I'm not Catholic. I don't know either. <laughs> That's why you're laughing because you don't know. You're the You're testing my thin knowledge here. <laughs> okay. uh, just so, enough to get you in trouble. Right. It's irrelevant to the point, which is it's okay. a, a little cartoon and there's like fluffy clouds and there's a fence okay. and there's St. Peter's greeting people at the gates, right? Okay. Uh, and and then you see the outline of a, of the next guy in line to walk up to the gates to go in. Okay. But it's Colonel fucking Sanders. And the caption, I think, says, uh-oh. And you look around a little bit more in the frame and you notice like the pearly gates, there's big chickens that are like revered you know so <laughs> oh we're gonna kill the chickens and cook them and no he's imagine if uh, heaven was run by by chickens and you're colonel sanders oh, he's not up gonna there, make it in he's, he's not gonna make it i in. see yeah. oh boy I, i'm not very good at telling these jokes at least describe well, they're not cartoons. jokes because they're they're comics it's the which concept i need to see it and it's hard for me to understand when i'm trying yeah. to pick it up as quick as yours i'm sure everyone at home was doing the same they're like get to the point sean <laughs> Anyways, what were we talking about originally? That we don't believe in heaven or hell? Do you believe in heaven or hell? Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Heaven is uh, sitting on a beach with a corona, and hell mm-hmm. is uh, being the person who has to bring that drink to the person sitting on the beach. You know, there's. 
That's a fine line. That doesn't even work for me. No? No. Um, I don't believe in it at all. But the funny thing about The Good Place, first of all, you hated that show, which I found kind of funny. I didn't think it was particularly well written. No. But I mean, would I be able to do a better job? Probably not. I didn't love it. I mean, I wouldn't. I watched two seasons, I guess. Yeah. I'm a fan of anything that Ted Danson does. So I do like Ted Danson. I'm a little Danson. biased. And I like, I like Kristen Bell too. But I just, yeah. I mean, I don't like regular TV. Do you guys agree? Like regular shows that are created by like NBC, CBS, ABC. I don't really like them. They feel highly sanitized, and yep. that's to please the advertiser, mm-hmm. and also to cast a wide net to appeal to the most people. Which just ends so. up making everything feel like the Big Bang Theory or something. Yeah, and I think uh, corporations play it safe. I mean, I like that's why HBO is so much better. Or yeah, because Amazon, the Netflix. client pays directly to the the creator, yeah. which is HBO or whoever. Mm-hmm. So you cut out the advertiser, and when you cut out the advertiser. You cut out what needs um, satisfying, uh, aside from the person who's creating the art and Which, the person who's consuming the art. Which, why should the advertiser have any say in content creation? Because advertisers don't create content. <laughs> they don't, but they have a say in where their dollars are spent. And yeah. So, uh, so then if it they ends up being, yeah, it's like part of the, the equation that you have yeah. to calculate. But that's why HBO got, became so good, because mm-hmm. they were able to just create what they wanted to, and people would pay them directly. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know why you're drinking La Croix. It's so tasty, but... You, you burp normally when we're just sitting there, and now we have to talk, and you're just... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd like to issue an apology a to everyone who's listening. A of the burp. Um, the multiple burps that happened just then. God, this flavor is so addicting. Raz Cranberry. Um, it's not, not as good as a beer. I, I would prefer a beer, but Raz Cranberry La Croix is mm-hmm. very nice. Delish. Compliments Delis- to the chef. Delicioso. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I don't like regular TV. Nah, I, and I don't even sh- like uh, most most shows these days. Just in general, I don't Sean find- does this thing. I've talked about it, and I I've just succumbed to it because we're in quarantine and it just is. But the starting of a show for like five minutes, it's I like, like to sample the goods. Like I'll go pee. I'll be like, oh, I gotta go pee before you start that or whatever. And he'll have already started it, got decided didn't like it, and be into something else by the time I come out. It's true. I do that. It's like two minutes and. It's- Already on to the next thing. I have a list of bad traits. That's one of them. It's not high on the list, but it's definitely. I don't know if it's really a bad trait. I just, sometimes I feel like we got to give it at least an episode or two. And you'll be like, meh. Although then you'll want to watch like ancient aliens. And I'm like, that shit's terrible. Well, how else are you going to know about aliens and monsters? And I love the titles. Oh, yeah. Give us some examples of the titles of the show. Aliens and secret tunnels at the White House. You know, or... Aliens and the Wild West. Aliens mm-hmm. and oceans. Yeah. Aliens... And pandemics. And, uh, anything, yeah. Oh, aliens and world pandemics. Aliens and women's history. It's like aliens, anything. You just add aliens on top of any topic. It's wonderful. Aliens and agriculture. <laughs> no, it's just a no-brainer to it's put just that really on and funny. really become educated about what's going on out there. To be woke is to watch the History Channel because you wouldn't put a show like that on the History Channel unless it was history, right? That's a lie. False. What, what, okay. What about ghosts? You put that on the History Channel. False. Don't you? Why is it on the History Channel? Because I just need people to watch. Uh-huh. I need eyeballs. Because people aren't interested that's in... The, like, TLC is the learning channel. I don't know if you realize that's what it stands for. It's not learning. You're not, not learning much. You're, you're actually unlearning a lot of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, uh, I think I heard someone refer to those channels once as deep cable. So, like, 
I think I was doing a, uh, we were filming well, they're car secondary. races. They're not primary channels, yeah. right? You have to pay extra. So it's like, remember when you were doing that, uh, that reality show, what was it called? Drumheads. Drumheads. Yeah. And that was deep cable. Like yeah. what was the network? That was ATT Uverse, which. Yeah. It was like Halo or. Uh, oh, you know what? You're right. Halogen. Was, Halogen was uh, out of the, the South, mm-hmm. the Southeast. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And it was a, a Christian, a faith-based network. I don't know. Faith-based. Yeah. They had picked it up. Head? What? Yeah. And then. What? I know. And all they wanted was, uh, can you make it more like MTV? Like where the, the people on the shore are fighting? Like, oh yeah. Uh, I remember you having to make them argue and yeah. stuff. That was crazy. But if you guys have watched that show, let us know. Cause I've never known anybody to watch it. <laughs> I don't We didn't have access to it or I would have tried to watch one of your episodes. It was cool. I got to meet a lot of great bands. Yeah. Um, and you got to go to the Dropkick Murphys on St. Patty's Day, which is Sean's birthday, and you got that jacket, that... Uh, sweet, sweet satin bomber jacket. Satin bomber. And it has a four-leaf clover on the back, I think, right? Or something? It's a, it's a fantastic... It looks like a Red Sox uh It does, but it, it's Dropkick Murphy's. Yeah. Uh, and then you get a green sweatshirt. Anyway, he got a bunch of merch. He was super, super fucking stoked. Yeah, I got to hang out with him on my and birthday. And I got to go to Boston to, to meet up with you. It was a cool time. That was a good trip. Yeah. I learned a lot. Had a great time. He was there for like four or five weeks or something. Six weeks. Six weeks. Long yeah. time yeah. for me on Because we had to do New Jersey side. first for a week. Oh. Yeah. Dirty Jersey. Dirty Jersey. <laughs> but yeah. You are closing your, your business. I am. Uh, I'm closing a chapter in my life. Which How do you is, feel? It's okay. Um Geez, we did so many projects over the years. You know, that uh, that company, we had it for 14 years. Mm-hmm. And so it was a big chunk of my life. But like anything, um, <clears throat> this pandemic, not just the pandemic, but the pandemic. It's in combination with other things. Has, I think a lot of people are feeling that way. has been a compounding force for a lot of people with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And so if you'd been thinking of making moves, whether that's physically, you know, changing where you live like or, mm-hmm. or, you know, work. I mean, just things, this timeline, what was supposed to unfold over the next five years or 10 years is now happening in a one year period. So you, you got to make moves to survive, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm excited for Lamar. Lamar's going to be heading back to, uh, oh, actually, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say anything, but. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. But he's he's changing up his plan, too, for yep. his life. Everyone's making uh, making changes. Yep. I'm going through. Changes. When's Big Mouth going to be back? I miss that show. Oh, it's such a good show. So good. Is anyone else out there? Uh, Are you a watching? Fan? Are you? Do you like Big Mouth? It's we love a, Big Mouth. It's on Netflix, and it's, it's Nick Kroll. I love Nick Kroll, and it's about kids basically going through puberty. Which, if mm-hmm. you said that normally, you may sound like a creep. But we're watching a cartoon it's about cartoons, and that's what makes it a funny and good, and God, it's, it's so, so good. relatable. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah. So sad to to close shop excited to close up the shop um both yeah uh, both i mean i i'm not really sad just because it's not you it's me i did a podcast before this uh, that's you okay you're mm-hmm. a podcast champ you've been doing a lot lately uh no i'm, I'm good i'm good with it mm-hmm. I, I learned a lot from it um and True. you you have all these relationships anyways yeah the film business is strange in that way that um Everyone's an independent contractor anyways, for the most part. So you go on and you make another... If you another... wanted to do something and somebody came around and asked you, you could do it. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then you <laughs> assemble the same crew again. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not not saying I'm Tom Petty, but uh, Tom Petty You're had the same... You're not Tom Petty? Right? What? He had the same thing go on, though, uh, obviously on a larger scale. When 
uh, he was famous with his first band, and then he had record. The Heartbreakers. Uh, mm-hmm. There's no girls in the Heartbreakers. That's right. <laughs> Isn't that what he said? To, was it Janis Joplin? No. Um, no, it was a uh, Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks, right? Yeah. yeah, she wanted to be part of the. Yeah, the she's uh, got a great voice, man. Yeah. Anyway, but um, but for him, you know, like he in his career, he ended up uh, stepping away from his his band and then going on to make you know music. Uh, as a solo artist, but he brought his band along. Are you a anyways. solo artist? No, but <laughs> I'm just saying, like, just because you. Sean loves to draw correlations to music all the time. Yeah, and it's always uh, basic rock, classic rock. But because you don't have the the framework mm-hmm. in place, doesn't mean that you can't work with people. Yeah, um, you know, you're just not doing oh, the day in day out. Totally, stuff. and you guys haven't been doing day in day out work together no. for a long time. Well, this became so darn busy. Uh, so darn darn. Say this, I'm pointing at Katie. Darn tootin', um, tootly dootin'. It's, uh, well, now lot. we're doing podcasts, so you're busy all the time. Yeah, we're putting out a lot of content. We are. It's fun. Yeah, it was um, funny. Uh, TK and everybody's giving me shit on the uh, live stream. This is like a few months ago when I was still writing the book. And I was like, well, I'm doing one week on, one week off, you know, and I'm not doing two videos a week. And they're like, no, you're actually doing three. So, like, get your math right. <laughs> three that you own. Um, don't forget about, you know, being on other people's projects. Right? Yeah. So, I have one of those these fr- this Friday. And you had other- one this morning. You were on the oh, news yeah, in the Phoenix. News. And- I don't I didn't think about the news. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, there's lots of lots of stuff. Yeah, but it's all good. Um uh, we feel very that. fortunate that we have work. And, totally. You know, um But it is an interesting time of transition right now. I don't know if any of you are going through transitions. I'd love to hear about it. Do share. Do share. Do I'm we get transitioning any- from a butterfly or from a uh caterpillar? A caterpillar to a butterfly. Caterpillar. And, uh, you know, I'm going to come out like a beautiful butterfly in the end of the, uh, the quarantines, mm. you know, I'm going right to have you're uh, in a cocoon. Well, pretty much a thousand square foot cocoon in Santa Monica. But when I emerge, how come you had a New York accent when you're a caterpillar? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just came to me. You know, if you, uh, if you just relax your mind, the universe mm. fills you up with, uh, mm. all sorts of good, uh, inspiration. And that's mm. how songs are written, Katie. Oh, speaking yeah. of, uh, <laughs> I don't know what's happening there, guys. Um, speaking of relaxing your mind and doing other things, I read the best book. Okay. Where the Crawdads Sing. Where did they sing? It's so good, you guys. South Carolina. All right. What's she saying? Anyways, if you haven't read the book Where the Crawdads Sing, I highly recommend it. It's the thing that's really cool and super exciting to me about it is that the it's this woman, the one who wrote it, Delia Owens, I think is her name, but I could be wrong. Anyway, she, uh, it's her first solo book. So she'd written some other books about, cause she wrote about her time as a, a biologist, I think in Africa, I'm probably wrong, but it's something like that. And she spent years doing that work. And so she'd written it with other, I'd assume colleagues about what they found and things there. But this is like her first solo book and it's amazing. It's so good. I loved it. And it also, not only is it kind of a cute love story and coming of age story, but it's also a, a murder mystery. Oh. <clears throat> and I don't want to give anything away, but it's fucking good and you should read it. I burned through it. Like once I got into it, it took me like three days. I've been getting requests uh, in, in the comments mm-hmm. about whenever we mention things mm-hmm. to put links to them. Oh. Um, so I'll... I'll actually. Is that I'm, what your notes are there? Yeah, where the crawdads sing. Um, I'll put a link to that in the uh, in the comments. We should create uh, our own Amazon shop for the podcast. Ooh, that's maybe. a good idea. Maybe. Okay, maybe, I'll maybe. I'll start stacking everything in. Okay. So that's a really good book, and my next book is 
Little Fires Everywhere by Christine. And the last name is NG. It's like, N- I don't know how you say that. NG. Is it? No. That's. Uh, I'd say Ng. That would be my. Vietnamese? I'd assume so. Yeah. But I don't know. I'd say Ng. Anyway, you let me know if I'm mispronouncing that and I apologize. But I loved her first book. It's the all the things I never told you or something. And it was amazing. It was part when I was in a book club, we'd read a book a month. And that was like, I burned through that in like two days. And the final like, oh, things, mm-hmm. the final things club. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So that's up next. And it felt good to read a book, but it's kind of difficult when, when it's just you and I, then I feel kind of rude. Oh, I don't mind at all. Um, but I am looking forward to having a reading room, like a room that's specifically... Sean wants a lot of rooms, you guys, for our house. He's like, I want a room that is just like a man... Like, I want a... Uh, want a not ping pong. Why am I... The game I'm you okay like... I'm okay with ping pong. The... Interesting sound effects. Pinball? Pinball. It's a thing. I didn't know what you were actually talking about until you did the flippers with your hands. You didn't get this? That, yes that's when i now now you get it anyways pinball machines you want the room for that then we want a workout room now we want a, a room just for reading yeah you know what i don't like is Sean when needs you have to make more money you guys when you have uh two, yeah right <laughs> it's like six bedrooms already taken and we don't even have a guest room or a studio yet <laughs> i need a room that it's just has, my thinking room no you walk into the room mm. and and it's a little dimly lit mm. but it's like an aqua color and and then there's like a bench you can get changed into your scuba gear and then there's stairs and you walk down into the water and then you can swim out of your house in like maybe a little distance and then you're out in the ocean. So you swim from your house out in the ocean. What kind of room is that? I think you can have a dock somewhere and you can jump off. No, 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 I want it to be like a secret. Oh my God, you guys, speaking of that, in Palm Springs, I think when we were looking at houses out there, yeah, there was a house that had the pool come into like their sunroom. And you could wonderful. close it, but it wasn't really closed. I mean, someone could just break into your house by just swimming under the thing. There's a crazy character <laughs> in my family's background now that we've talked about my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the vice president at this, uh, vice president of sales at this company uh, by the name of Lorient. It, oh, uh, yeah, Lorient. Uh, Lorient uh, was a, uh, a big construction equipment sales company out of Quebec. Okay. Um, and they sold a ton of machines up in, you know, Churchill Falls and wherever, uh, to build right um excavators and dump trucks or whatever you know got all it, sorts of got like it. This. construction right. equipment. this guy made a lot of money um during your, your the, grandpa or l'oreal uh l'oreal the, okay. the founder of the company <clears throat> he, he was a wealthy man by i'm sure i'm sure by know, any stretch of the, in the construction industry yeah selling big equipment so he did some crazy things and one of them was he had a pool in his house in uh laval de rapid which is like a a, a town just off of uh, Laval de Rapid. Yep. Laval de Rapids. <laughs> Repeat uh, So anyways, at his house though, he had a mm-hmm. swimming pool and I believe the swimming pool was uh, like a glass wall that okay. you could see from the inside of the house. So you're looking into the pool in the backyard. Oh yeah. A lot of people have those things. Like Really? It, yeah. Oh, I thought that was exclusive. I mean, it's fancy. Like I see it. The only reason I say a lot of people is I follow because we're looking at properties and we might be doing some, uh, at least decorating, but maybe small renovations or changing out lights, light fixtures. I've been following a lot of interior designers and things like that. And they've shown properties that have like glass walled wow. swim, like uh, either pools or spas or something. I mean, the idea of it is cool, but you got to be a real creep. Who you wants to sit watch there and eat some... popcorn while other people are swimming. You're like, yeah, yeah. 
do that little turn again. Oh, gross. No, no, I don't like to watch swimming. I I like water polo. You know what I actually thought of? I thought like for kids, it'd be nice to know your children aren't drowning. You can like see that they're kicking and they're okay. And I think that old man Lorion, (laughs) his sister, no, he probably, I don't know. I don't want to disparage this guy. He was (laughs) an interesting character. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think his sister may have found someone um, had drowned in the pool and found it by seeing. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Next discussion. That got real dark. He was so crazy that Mm -hmm. he, during the the energy crisis in the 70s. I don't know um, of this, but I I believe you. Gas became very expensive. I won't go into the reason behind it, but. Sean um, loves history, stuff like that. But. That's for another podcast. You'll know this, that. Gas is very expensive in Europe. So when we've been there, you're like, oh my God, the prices are. Oh yeah. Sorry. Petrol. I was thinking gas, like, like gas in our house. Yeah. Natural gas. Okay. So yeah. Petrol. Sorry. I, I I don't normally call it petrol, but gas in this, I was like, wait, yeah, but yes, it is Uh, expensive in Europe. So he, he, (laughs) he had this, I think it was a limousine, uh, a Cadillac limousine, Mm -hmm. maybe a Lincoln limousine. I don't know. Okay. Uh, But a giant vehicle. There were already big vehicles in those days, right? Oh yeah. Big old boats. Everything got like seven miles to the gallon. Right. If that. (laughs) And he had one brought over from Quebec to France and he drove her or he had it himself chauffeured around France. And it was kind of like a, a, you know, a a thumb in the, uh, in the eye of, you know, the, the, the affluent French people and making fun of the the poor cousin, you know, from Quebec sort of deal. So he would he it's was not there really showing a thumb them. in the eye. You look like a loser driving. I mean, if you've ever been to Europe, thought. you know how small the cars are. You look like a stupid idiot in a yeah, limousine. Exactly. Jesus Christ! This North American with his Yahoo vehicle. No wonder people hate us everywhere. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, <laughs> I could just picture. I mean, I I uh, I don't know that much about the story, but I can just picture this, it was this French Canadian with a yeah. giant limousine trying to have it driven through the streets. And the, at Paris and yeah, stuff? Probably, like, how yeah. would you even park or pull it anywhere? Yeah. And the turns, oh my God, I would just die. That's I wish there hilarious. was a TV show. If I had the power to, to not that if I had the power, because everyone has the power to do I stuff. I have the power. I have the power. But a show that I would love to see made mm-hmm. would be about Quebec in the construction industry from like the, after the Second World War up until mm-hmm. the 1980s. So you could see like this, these eras. I would never watch this show. I think it would be <laughs> amazing. Like just like The Wire, except it takes place in Quebec. But The Wire has a lot of, uh, a lot of intrigue. Oh, Quebec too. I mean, this is a dirty Murder industry. And and intrigue. It, mm-hmm. the, the construction industry there was, was wild. It was gangsters mixed with politicians, mixed with uh, a rift between two cultures. I mean, it was really, hmm. anyways. Anybody? Any takers? Anybody? <laughs> I'm no. I'm just in the middle of a pitch here, guys. I'm you know I'm not doing. A I great find job. it to go back to Dorian or what am I saying? Lorian, Lorian, Dorian, Morion. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, I find it interesting. This is something that will. It always makes me laugh about people. Yeah, is the wasted energy and time of having a chip on your shoulder. I don't know if that's why he brought it over to France. Or I don't know. Any, who knows what? That's that how I understand was. it to be. But whatever the reasoning. If the reason was to like, I'm going to show them, I always find that so childish and silly because nobody cares. You're just, it's a waste of energy. And you've been like harboring this potential, I don't know if it's not resentment, but just like, I'll show like, they don't know me like that upset angst for no reason. I mean, I could have, 
I was a little kid. It always makes me laugh. You know, uh, I'm like, it, how foolish. When the company was shutting down, I was a little kid. So I, I don't really have the full story. It's, these are kind of like folklore mm-hmm. or whatnot. But still, like, I'm just curious, you know. Yeah. Who knows why I did it? Who knows what the reasoning? But when people are like, I'll finally show them. I'm always like, no, you're just showing yourself how petty you can be to hold on to that for that long. It was crazy. <laughs> that company was, because it was a big company, they had mm-hmm. a ton of merch. So uh, T-shirts, uh, matchbooks, because everyone smoked. Everybody smokes back then. Everybody still um, smokes in Montreal. Th- I think the company closed in like 1982, maybe. Oh, well, before I was even born. And... I guarantee you there's still matchbooks and pens. Oh, I'm sure. In people's houses or like those huge stacks. Remember the little paper that'd be by your phone? Yeah. Your home phone. If you don't know what that is, look it up. Of note paper. Yeah. And it'd be printed on the side of it. They had all this stuff and it's still kicking around in circulation, I bet. And in fact, I have a, I have a pen in the other room. They have the greatest logo. It was a gear. Mm -hmm. So like a, like. Was that the O? um, Oreo? No, it was just that the gear. And inside the gear was a moose's head, like a bust of a moose. Okay. That was the, I'm not busting a move. I'm busting a moose. <laughs> no, the bust, bust a of moose. A moose. <laughs> do, do. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but this moose was, it wasn't just a, an image on the paper uh, or, you know, on a t-shirt. No, this moose was a real deal because in Quebec, there's there's moose, okay. and they had a hunting lodge back in the day, and so they were they were big into hunting, right? These people, okay, like the owner, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, the owner, everyone really, or like the C suite of the people, okay. yeah. Okay, and they take the salesmen out there. You take your clients to these hunting lodges, you know. Okay, um, interesting. But they had a moose in the lobby of this company, and the oh, if like you're, a fully stuffed moose, like not like, just the bust, like yeah, the from whole thing. from his his shiny little toes all the way up to his big his bulbous antlers. nose. Oh yeah, his antlers too. He was he was well, very tall. But as a kid, my dad would pick me up and put me on this darn thing, and I, you know, those smells. Trust me, my dad had how many dead animal heads in our house growing up? Yeah, I know that smell. Uh, you know that smell, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, stuck with me to this day. Well, but I we, like we it. had so many things. I mean, my dad, one of his closest friends was like our taxidermist. I feel like he'd see him all the time mm-hmm. and he get to pick out the eyes. And I'd be like, my dad would be like, look, the tongue comes out. And it had like a little pin in there and he'd stick it into it. Just, I had a lot of you guys, my my family's big into hunting. Do you, do you talk to the priest about any of your issues? Like, do you go to confession? No, but I've got a taxidermist I see on the weekends. <laughs> right? Pretty much. Do you have a therapist? No, but I have a taxidermist. I talk to my taxidermist. Who's he going to tell? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh, I don't know. oh god but anyway yeah that's interesting the moose yeah the mooses uh, so much so this logo was so woven into my family history that we had a station wagon when i was a kid but it had a logo of lorio on the side of it and uh i think my father started calling it the Muserati. Oh, you talked about the Muserati. <laughs> yeah. I never understood why it was called the Muserati. Because it had a logo of a moose why on the side. Why did it have the logo? Was your dad a salesman for them or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah, it was a company car, a company station. Oh, and... it wasn't just your grandpa, it was your dad too. Yeah, my dad worked there as well. Funny. Um, yeah, yeah. How funny. We would go camping with that thing. The Muserati. And, uh, <laughs> it was you know, a station wagon? The, yeah, and you know when you're in the back of the station wagon? I don't know if you guys ever rode around one. We didn't have one because it was just my brother and I. Yeah. We My mom did not like big cars. Uh, like uh that kind of thing. I love a station wagon. My mom hated vans and station wagons. I think I've had this conversation with her about that. She Probably. does not she like does them. not. She's adamant against it. I know. Because as a kid, I really wanted a van because then your friends can come and you can play. And she's like, I will not drive a van. It was like, how dare you? <laughs> uh, my mom's like, that's where cars, like, because my mom, if you, <laughs> random fact about my mom is she has two older brothers 
and they were super into like car racing, car shows, cars, 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 still to this day. Like my uncle Brad has like that beautiful Corvette in his, oh, yeah. in his garage. He has and, a Z06 in there. Yeah. So they're very into cars. And my mom does not like if, if Sean, if she'd met Sean and his car was like filthy or filled with like receipts or empty bottles and cans, she'd be like, he's a, that's not, it's not right. She would, it would really bother. Like my brother's filthy with this car or has been in the past. And she was like, you need to get it to get like, she hates a dirty car. She thinks it's disrespectful to people that have to be in your car. She's just, it's just cars are a big deal, big deal. And, um, so anyway, when Nick and I got old enough that we had friends that we were going to tote around, she ended up getting a Pontiac Bonville. Bonville. Okay. Yep. And I hated it. I mean, it was a fine car, but it was the biggest, she needed the room because we needed that big bench seat in the back to fit like five kids or whatever, but she wouldn't get anything bigger. Cause my dad was like, well, a van is like the same price and you could fit. No, 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 no. Yeah. A uh, soccer mom she would uh, not. is a slippery slope. You know, you start off and you, you, you trade in your Miata for maybe a four seater cause you got a baby seat. <laughs> yeah. And then you have another kid and then you got to have another bigger row bigger. of, yeah, another row of seating. I wonder if my mom would have driven like a Yukon or something like that, maybe. But she just thought she liked cars and she likes a nice car and vans are not cars and she's not interested. Like, it's just not, I don't know if she would have driven a truck. My dad always had a truck, so no need for that. But yeah, and I, I personally don't like vans either. Maybe that's why. Because Sean will be like, oh, I want to get a van and get one of those souped up vans to go up to the mountain with. And I'm like, no, I'd rather have a Suburban or an SUV. Well, you know, also having a van is a slippery slope. Uh, you start off, you know, it's it's a panel van, it's empty on the inside, but you start having dreams like, oh, what, what could I put in here? Could I put a, a couch you... and a TV and a sink and- What? Oh yeah, and then you got, you know, four wheel drive set up so you can go up to the mountain and your your skis are in there. Like, what? Why is a... the van empty? Aren't there well, rows like of blank... seats? No, you can have like a blank canvas of a van. <laughs> What's the point of having a van? It doesn't make any sense to me. To make it your own, you know, to customize it, to Sean to, should have been to paint PI. on the outside of it, like uh, should have been a private investigator with a van. Well, then you could have a van and have a purpose. Well, that would be or a, a handyman. It could be like Nichols, or just a guy who wants to go to the ski hill with a four by four. I don't van. know why he really wants a van. You guys, I don't get it. They're comfortable, a lot of room. Although, although I will you're going to fill it with a bunch of shit, like a sink. I will settle for a suburban. What are you supposed to do with? <laughs> hey, did you see that new Hummer that came out? The eight, uh, the Hummer electric vehicle. I mean, I have never been interested in Hummer vehicles at all. I think a Hummer is a nerd bucket. Always have thought that. Agreed, one hundred percent. Like you ride around, especially now when you see someone rocking the H one. No, sorry, the H two. Sounds like you're gonna say H one N one. Like you're rocking that bird flu. Yeah, over yo, there. You might hey, as hey, well hey. be rocking the bird flu. That's how you know uncool you are. Oh look, people, people want to stay away. Okay, so the H one is the military looking one. That okay. one's really capable, but completely useless as a civilian vehicle. Well, it was funny because when so L A, I didn't see many. Hummer, probably because there's nowhere to park them where the how the fuck are going to get them anywhere. But when I moved down to Orange County for that year to be closer to you until we moved back up to civilization. A lot of Hummers. So many. Yeah. And I remember talking to my friends in LA and I was like, oh my God, people here have like Hummer vehicles. And they were like, what? Like the ones that the army has? And I was like, yeah. No, they're not though. They're, they're they had different. some of those. And then they had the H2. Yeah. And which that's is the smaller one, that, one, but it still didn't make any sense. It's a suburban with a different skin. 
I, I just am not a fan. But you get inside of it it's so small. It's it's really strange. I've never, I don't think I've ever been in one. Yeah. I don't think anybody I've known has ever owned one. And then they came out with the H3, which was like a smaller version. And the writing was on the wall. Things were going well for the car industry. Well, no, it was gas too. Because exactly. those things were like fucking chugging gas like a mofo. Right. And so they, they spun it and off. They, they were sold expensive. It. They sold uh, Hummer, mm-hmm. I think, to China, to some Chinese mm-hmm. automobile okay. manufacturer. Okay, good for them. Hey, whatever. But now they're back uh, with back. the EV. And it it looks like an it means H2. electric vehicle. If you don't know what EV, it's electric vehicle. It's electric. Yeah. You know what's also electric is the fucking price tag of one hundred eighteen thousand. What? Listen. Crazy. I don't know why you. Would, I mean, why you, if you have the means, why you? But a Hummer? For, I I couldn't wrap my brain around. Well, what that. would a lease cost on that? Because that's what we're going to see in LA is people leasing it. Oh yeah, I wonder what that is like. Twenty five hundred a month. That's what I was thinking. Two thousand twenty five hundred. That's crazy. That is some crazy shit. Also, who wants a Hummer? Why? And I don't want any sexual innuendos. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about vehicles, and I don't understand why anybody'd want to own that. I mean, who wants a Hummer? Okay. <laughs> Okay, I set myself up for that one. Yeah, uh, I didn't even. You, know, you didn't even think about it. I just had to prod the conversation in the general That's not Hummer. True. He's been talking about this like car f- since he heard about it. Yeah, and I'm like, it's terrible and hideous, and it's a total waste. However, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Hmm. I would personally be interested in a Tesla Cybertruck. I think I it's cool. Not. Also, mm-hmm. something completely different. Um, you know what I saw on. Uh, Instagram, I think, earlier today. Okay, what? Anderson Pock brought me joy. If you don't know who I he is. I love Anderson Pock. Yeah. Great musician, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Super talented. Drummer. We've talked about him on the podcast before. He has a couple of albums. If you're looking for something to put on that's chill, it's, they got a, R&B, it's not chill. hip hop. It's like, it's uh, upbeat, gets you motivated, keeps you going. It's not chill. Yeah. He's awesome. He's awesome. He put out uh, just a little clip on Instagram mm-hmm. and it harkened back to, uh, me being a teenager and I loved okay. it. It, so you're, the video is you're looking at a door and the door opens mm-hmm. and immediately I knew what it was. Uh, so even though it's Anderson Pock's uh, page, he's dressed up for Halloween, but okay. I knew what it was immediately. Like I was like, that's an awesome costume. I was not expecting what happened next. So he comes to the door and he's dressed. He's got a, a letterman jacket on that is okay. yellow and uh, blue. Okay. And he's got a really long beard and he, he teen wolf. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I lost it when it came. I was like, Oh my God. Teen wolf was such I a big it. deal for me. How, how old is he? He must be around our age then. Anderson Park. Yeah. I think he's more like in his late thirties or mid thirties. Maybe. That means my age. Yeah. Do you know how old your wife is? No, no. I'm just saying like I <laughs> I was guessing his age. She may be younger than that. I don't know. Might maybe. I don't know. But Buddy comes out in the in the video. That's awesome. Like perfect. Yeah, but they pop he the does, collar. He does the whole like dance that he, it's so good. I haven't seen that movie in forever. Yeah. Well, going back to Vans, he mm-hmm. has a van in that movie that I think he borrows from his dad and his buddy Styles. You remember I don't remember buddy. this much at all. They're they're surfing on the van. Oh like, yeah, yeah, on top yeah, of the yeah, van. yeah, yeah. And it's such a, I, I really don't like the word iconic, but it, it it's a. But it, that's that's because it's overused. But that is really iconic. Well, it's a moment in time that I think a lot of people like Michael J. Fox, who has a new book coming out. Uh, it may be out now. Are you his uh, PR rep? No, but I'm very interested <laughs> in reading it because 
here's a man who, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, he, when I was a kid, he was a, a little bit older, mm-hmm. but he was a teenager, right? So how is he doing these days with his illness? Um, I, that's what I'm kind of curious about. Like, yeah. I think this is an inside look into how he's dealing with, uh, I believe he has Parkinson's. Yeah, I think it's Parkinson's. I'm going to look it up cause I don't know. Yeah. I know it's not MS cause I would have remembered that, but, right. um, um, anyways, I, I, I believe it's, it's a struggle. Like it's not, it's not easy for him. Um, otherwise I think we'd be seeing him acting more and yeah. he's more of an advocate. Oh, he's for- a Canadian. From Edmonton. Hmm. I'm surprised you didn't remind me of that because you always tell me who's from. I've been uh, told not yeah, to Parkinson's. He was diagnosed in 91 at age of 29. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't think it's been easy for him. Um, He's but, advocating for a cure and blah, blah, But yeah, of course. Oh my God, that's fucking yeah. wild, man. I'll make a note about that to put it in the description. But I'm a huge fan of Michael J. Fox. Um, he was in so many movies when I was growing up and... I just, I, I just think the world of, of his acting. I don't yeah, know what he's do like too. as a person, but... Uh, no, I do too. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Back to the Future, Back Marty McFly. F- my cousin Amanda loves Back to the Future stuff. I never... I mean, I didn't dislike it, but it was never my shtick. I don't even know as a kid what I really loved as, as far as that stuff. I never really got that excited. Cool. I don't really know. Hey, do we have any uh, letters? Do we have any spooky we have some stories? Vowels. We have some consonants. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hi, Katie and Sean. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Ah, ah, ah. And I expect to see you both dressed up in the next podcast. Sorry. Whoops. We failed. I was going to actually. I planned on it. Um, I dressed up like we live in cold weather. I, I know. It felt felt nice fall. Like I feel bad for letting you guys down. This is not a very spooktacular. We could dress up for next one. <laughs> why not well i don't know oh i have a funny story about halloween costumes yeah go ahead oh i was like i'll talk to about after but so uh this is i don't even know how long ago six years ago seven years ago sean and i went as sugar skulls which is like the dios de los dios de los muertos where it's like day of the dead and you dress up paint your face up and you wear like all black and usually men wear like a velvet like blazer and you know it's like a i don't know if you don't know what it is look up sugar skulls and you'll see it so i get the paint for our faces i think i go to like cvs or something i don't even know to be clear i was very excited about this because i thought uh it's a great costume for a bald man to have you know like anytime you can do like the face painting because you can do the you can do the whole shebang yeah so we painted our whole faces white and then black lining and red that's what we did is black white and red anyway and it's great. And I think we went to one of the the YouTube Space LA had a party. Yeah, it was a great party. We and went. we looked fantastic. I don't want to brag about it. But that was one of the one, you know, one of the times that like we looked good. Like oh, a Halloween we? costume. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, heads were turning. Oh, it could have been that I had toilet paper stuck to uh, the back of my uh, pants. But anyways, but we think it's the face paint. Yep. Anyway, so we painted our faces and blah, 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 blah. And we have a good time. And then we get home and we learn that the paint won't come off like <laughs> it comes off but i'm left with like because one eye had like a flower around it and the other one didn't and then you know they had the stuff around your lips and you guys i had to go to work the next day with still markings yeah and it, it was lasted like for like it was like a henna tattoo and it lasted for like three or four days and i remember joanna my partner at work at the time was like when i saw her in the morning she's like 
uh, it wouldn't come off, would it? And I was like, no, it didn't. She's like, you put primer down? And I was like, yeah, I put lotion on my face and everything. She's like, you got the cheap paint, dude. Shouldn't have got the cheap paint. And I was like, now you tell me. What, what's a girl supposed to do? Uh, <laughs> now it's stuck to my face. It took like three or four days for that to come off. And I scrubbed. I've never exfoliated as much as I exfoliated. That. I went into Starbucks the next morning and <laughs> I went up to the cash and like everyone was staring and I'm not used to that kind of attention, you know, <laughs> like the, the attention that uh, you would get like a beautiful I, woman walks in somewhere and everyone oh, looks flatter. I don't get that, but You're I'm like, walking what's to the wrong with me. Yeah. Everyone was looking at me and I got up to the cash. I ordered my coffee and the person looked at me gave me a wink and said festive that's because we it, you guys it took forever anyway so that was my funny story yeah yeah all of a sudden it just bubbled up in my brain where i was like oh my god remember when we couldn't get our face paint off no it was uh makeup, I didn't. makeup wouldn't help me makeup didn't help <laughs> it helped a little bit but okay let's get back to the okay, halloween uh letter to the halloween I expect to see you both dressed up in the next podcast. We let you down. Have a little Halloween party with us and we will send some treats in the forms mm. of likes and shares. Dang it. <laughs> in Austria, Halloween isn't a thing. It became more popular in the recent years, but when I grew up, we didn't even know it exists. <gasps> Dude, let me I'm tell so you, you sorry. missed out because it's a fun thing. As I've discussed as in the kid, past, it's fun. I have gotten pillowcases of candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've only heard of it uh, through US TV shows. Oh, yeah, yeah, I bet. But we do dress up at Carnival Fashing. <laughs> that's fascinating. Um, so that's, I guess, a German word, Fashing? I have to ask Jürgen. Carnival. Okay. Uh, I Festive. loved it as a kid, but we haven't done it since I was a teenager. So unfortunately, no funny stories here. Hey, dude, no worries. No funny stories over here either. <laughs> we're, we're all fresh out. About a man cave. So mm. we've been talking about man mm-hmm. caves. And, we did. Um He loves having his extra room where my guitars are and where I can watch your podcasts, have my personal chaos, and no one else is allowed inside. Dig that. You should have your own space. Um, I really hope we will never have guests because it is the guest room. So I would have to do a real uh, thorough cleanup when someone wants to stay over. Yeah, that'd be a bummer. I need that space to which I can retreat, uh, you know, when things are too much for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, As for drunk driving. Mm. Yes, we did speak, we about, did speak about that also. He says, never. I was pulled never. over a few months ago. We had picked up our daughter from work and let the dogs run in the dog park. On our way home, we stopped at McDonald's to grab dinner. I saw the police car when I pulled out of the parking lot. And the moment I entered the street, they flashed their lights and pulled me over. What? While I was thinking if I had done anything wrong, the officer came up to me and asked if I had consumed alcohol. What? I said, you saw me pulling out of McDonald's back there and they don't serve alcohol. Yeah. To which he replied, you don't want to know how many people we caught drunk driving, especially coming from that McDonald's. So he took the, or I took the test and of course I was stone sober, but it seemed logical as many young people meet there on their way to a party or after a party and they're drunk. pre-party. It's like going through in and out drive throughs here, I guess, after you're drunk or whatever, but. Yeah. Uh, but he says, but not a middle-aged guy with his family and seven dogs in his car. But I thought to myself, if I had been driving for 20, oh, sorry. I have been driving for 27 years. When I was younger, I sometimes drove intoxicated and this was the first time I had to take a breathalyzer test. Wow. So now I have this, uh, experience as well. Hope you're doing well. And when you get your house, don't forget that a house is empty without a dog. And if it's an adopted dog from a shelter, this makes it an even better home. I agree. We want, I want to get two. 
two dogs. Two dogs. Oh, I thought you meant home. <laughs> I was like, I'd like to have two homes as well. Why, what would we do with two homes? Um, Just one. No, but one two for dogs. business, one for partying. I don't know. We don't party that much. No, we don't. Especially this month. Thanks, yeah. Christoph. I know that's who that is because of Austria. The Austria gave it away. Yeah. yeah. And his man cave because of the guitars and stuff. Uh, I knew. I knew. Um, you are a detective. I give you a couple of clues and you figure things out. I do out. detect. I do detect. Um, yeah, man cave. It is yeah. nice to have your own space. I think that's what we're kind of missing in this quarantine is like, usually I would go to yoga and have, and you'd have your own time. You know, we'd have like more separation. Yeah. And now we're just dreaming of what those little escapes are as far yeah. as rooms are that you set up. That's why it's exciting to move. Cause then I'm like, Oh, we'll get to have like a, a room where we can do workout stuff. So I'm not doing it in the living room right here where I'm like, I'm doing yoga and I'm like in Shavasana and Sean's coming through. He's like, sorry, just getting more coffee. And I'm like, that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I just, we just need, I have the need for not speed for space. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, and it's not because I don't love you because I do love you. You know, you could have Serenity your own little, by Jan. Uh, yeah, like a, <laughs> a candle workshop, like on the office with Jan. Mm. She, she, she I need, had several I need a rooms. workspace and I know she has an office and a workspace. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Next okay. letter. Hi, uh-huh. Katie and Sean. Your Hi. podcast has helped me realize I have a lot of embarrassing childhood moments. <gasps> I'm so excited. Us too. <laughs> Us too. Okay. So here I am again uh, with a Halloween edition. Halloween is my holiday. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I'll geek out for more than making Halloween costumes and props. I do love Halloween also. I, I do concur. This all started early for me and ages 11 to 14, I had a Halloween tradition. I challenged myself to come up with a costume each year that I could make out of giant cardboard boxes. <gasps> the resulting lineup for those four years. I'm ready. A Pez dispenser. Oh, fun. That's cute. A milk carton. Uh-huh. A U.S. mailbox. Oh, cute. And a Pepsi vending machine. Ooh. These costumes have their pros and cons. The pros being that they were very cool and creative. They were fun to make and got me a lot of compliments. The cons being they were miserably difficult to Go walk to the bathroom, in. bathroom, walk in. Yeah. Be in a party. The Pez dispenser and milk carton. Uh, years of trick-or-treating went off without a hitch. But the mailbox year proved to have an added layer of difficulty. I had to make it look as though the pull-down slot for the mailbox was open a tad in front of where my face would be, and I put blue mesh there, so you know I could see it, at least kind of. Oh, so she was the box fully. I pictured her arms and head out of it and the box being at her neck. Gotcha. That's fun. You looked out. Okay, so, yep. huh? So through the blue mesh. Mm-hmm. But That's so clever. <laughs> there was a design flaw. Uh-oh. The flaw being that people had this absolutely irresistible need to, to put the candy in my mailbox slot rather than in my bag. <laughs> they thought it was hysterical. Well, that may, I get I get the problem. Maybe we should have put our pillowcase, stapled it so mm-hmm. it just fall. My little yeah. arms couldn't reach up there, though. So I, I spent a good portion of that Halloween carefully waddling from someone's porch back to the curb. And then dumping. Blinded by bags of Skittles <laughs> or some shit. And I was doing okay. Even candy bar blindfolded until one of the houses had a raised patio. I didn't notice and I fell flat on my mailbox face. Oh, no. Oh, no. While walking in a cardboard box is difficult. Standing up in one from a horizontal (gasps) position is absolutely impossible. And I was just sort of flailing there for a moment. (laughs) I don't mean to laugh at your pain. Yes, you do. I apologize. I just pictured the little arms like... 
I was quickly helped back onto my feet. Mm. It wasn't that tragic of a situation. But when you mentioned funny or embarrassing Halloween yeah. stories, my first thought was me at that moment, age 13, all male boxed up and helpless, lying <laughs> face down on someone's front lawn. Happy Halloween, Ashley. <laughs> Thanks, Ashley. That's funny. I love it. I love it. And it is. It's hard. Costumes get uncomfortable. I will never forget my friend Ashley, the name. Um, we just made that, like brought that up to my attention. She dressed up. So in LA, it's like a big ordeal and everywhere is super packed usually, which I'm actually kind of worried, even though COVID's going on, I'm afraid that we're going to have like a, another surge of COVID stuff. But <gasps> a surge of COVID two, two weeks after Halloween. I, 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 I didn't would, see I, that coming. I, I anticipate. But we went to this place used to be called the Republic and it was like the cool club at the time, you know, that and Ledoux were like the hangouts. And so we had gotten tickets because you had to buy tickets for everything in LA if you're going to go on a holiday and not be at a, you know. I don't know, just like barely standing. But we, every time we'd want to get a drink, you'd have to move from like the booth that we had had over into the bar because it wasn't like table service. We were not that fancy. And her wings, she was a bumblebee and her wings would get caught on everybody and it was like strapped to your chest, you know? So it'd like, it pull on her. <laughs> and I have this picture. I, 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 if I find it, I'll have you put it up. But it's her looking sad and she's holding her wings like around her body, like, because it, it was just, she was getting beat to shit by people trying to get around her and move by. And it was just funny. She's like, never again. Wings, never again. Yeah, that's definitely one I could see problems with. For sure. I could have been a ladybug. I could have gotten my wings and my antennas out for this. That's in the, it, but it's in our garage. That's the thing. It's in the garage and it's cold. And I, yeah. didn't, I, didn't, I didn't want to do it. It's okay. We're moving on. Hey, we're okay, moving on. Okay. Thanks, Ashley, for sharing. Shake it off, Katie. <laughs> okay. Hi, Katie and Sean. Hope you're doing well in these crazy election times. We are hanging in there. Voted I, six times already. Shut it. He's Canadian. He can't even vote. I have been listening in each... Uh I've been listening each week since the very beginning of your podcasting days, and I continue to do so on my weekly walk, distracted by the length of your podcast. Yay! The cows and sheep look at me funny when I giggle to myself as I pass them in the Irish countryside. That's so cool. I used to do that, too, when I would listen to podcasts and things would just catch me, you know, be really funny. And I'm out, best is before COVID, and I would be like, <laughs> and people would look at me and I'd be like, you don't know what I'm listening to. Like, they have no idea what's happening. Um I am emailing to describe to you the greatest president in the world right now, and his name is Michael D. Higgins. He is a very short, jolly, and educated man who is passionate about the culture, history, and sadly dying language of Ireland. In comparison to the American system, the president doesn't call the shots in our acting government. Our equivalent of the British prime minister is that person to us. Ah, gotcha. Michael D. is the ceremonial head of state. So his main role is to represent the country in all international settings. He is also famous for having two very friendly Bernese mountain dogs. Ooh, I like him already. Ooh, I like him. Oh, I like him so First, much. he's Irish. Check. I like Irish people. Mm -hmm. Second, seems like a jolly fellow. He's also jolly. Yeah. He's short and passionate about culture. And he has Bernese mountain dogs Apparently who are almost the same size as him. What? Another reason why 2020 is the hardest year yet is because one of his two dogs, Ciota, or Shiota, the Irish word for silk, passed away after leaving the other dog, Brode, Irish word for pride, as his sole canine companion. A picture was drawn by a young boy in an Irish school labeled the president endearly as Miggle D. Higgins, and it's a happy nickname most households still refer to him as that. Please see the picture below of the leprechaun-like president, and if you get the spare time to listen to the below clip to hear his friendly um, and sing song Irish voice. Thanks uh -oh. for everything, Fiona. I love it. Okay. Oh my God. Moving on to the next one because I'm already excited about it. 
Thank you, Fiona. Thanks. And, I'll put it on the screen so people can see. And that's really cute. And I'm excited. And I love Bernie's Mountain Dogs. And that's sad. It's sad when you lose a pet. Okay. Katie. This is to me. That's why I have to read it. I once dressed up as grapes too. <gasps> what? I had the purple balloons attached to my purple t-shirt. Oh, that grapes. I thought you were talking about Don Cherry for a second. Oh, why would that be? A thing? <laughs> That's his nickname, grapes. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I really, for a second, I was oh. like, what? <laughs> I'm like. You sure it's not addressed to me? I wore a really flamboyant, intense suit. Yeah. With I, a lot wore... of colors. And I, I said things like, I don't even know what he said. What's know, his like, opening line? Like, uh. Old people who are uh, grumpy would say, you know. Yeah, don't like, you? That's sad <laughs> that he's not. Oh, he kept sticking his foot in his mouth. Year I know, year. but I, I, I enjoyed Polarizing him. Position. I like Coach's Corner. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, says I, I had the purple balloons attached to my purple t-shirt, but I didn't have the layer of plastic on the outside. This particular Halloween, my Girl Scout troop went to a local cornfield maze. And in order to get to the maze from the entrance, you had to be transported via hayride. So nine year... Old me, decked in all purple balloons, sits on the hay, and naturally, they immediately begin to pop. As we ride 10 minutes over an incredibly bumpy field, my balloons continue to be mutilated by these vindictive straw <laughs> bundles, and I'm becoming more distraught by the second. By the time we got to the maze, I was a blubbering mess. They called my mom, who told me I had to suck it up because she wasn't coming to get me. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. It's just like... As a parent, she's and like, my costume is all ruined. And it popped on the hay bale. I would never have thought that that, but those are pretty pokey. Hay bales are really pokey. That's the thing about Halloween costumes is that <laughs> people, people make them one-offs. And earlier on, we saw, you know, someone was prototyping a mailbox. Like, yeah, right. You know, the first season, sure, there's going to be problems. Like, where do you poo and pee? You know, how, you do, have, you, how do you walk around a party with wings how, sticking out? Yeah. If you need to hydrate, uh, how are you getting, you know, the, yeah, the into water? your mailbox into mouth. <laughs> this one says, I'm pretty sure I blacked out with trauma at that point because I don't remember anything after that point Aww. in the night. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh at your pain. It's just, I could just imagine being that, like me being with the squeaky and having to sit out. I was so devastated, but I can laugh about it now because you're like, oh my God. Y'all were also talking about your first cars in the last episode, and I wanted to share the story of how I got mine. My mom started teaching me how to drive when I was 14 because she wanted me to have a head start, I guess. So one day she let me drive home from a restaurant after dinner because it was so close to our house and it didn't use any major roads. I made it to the house successfully and it turned into the carport. I decided I wanted to inch up a little closer, but mixed up the brake and the gas and gunned the car up the back steps into the side of the house. <laughs> We had to replace three walls and the back fence along three with, walls. Along with repairing the car. Fast forward to my sixteenth birthday when my mom bought herself a new car and gave me the keys to the old one in a card and said, Here you go, you already broke it in. <laughs> it turned out to be a really good car though and lasted me through college. So there's that. Anyways, thanks for the laughs. I enjoy the podcast. Take care, Hannah. I think that's wonderful. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's not like you just bump into a wall. She took out three walls. Three walls and the fence, the back fence, I think. So I think she went through. Just kept going for a drive. No, up the back steps into Jeez. the side of the house. Replaced three walls and the back fence along with repairing the car. And you know when you like you panic. And so I'm sure her foot. You probably just, hit the like, gas more. Yeah, exactly. Like, ah, ah. I mean. <laughs> I'm sorry, Hannah. Oh, my God. That sounds tragic or not tra uh, traumatic. Traumatic. But. But funny, at the, I mean, now that you look back at it, I learned to drive, I mean, 15 and a half, you get your permit and you start driving, at least when I was a kid. And we would drive 
in parking lots and through there was a cemetery not far from where I grew up which I know sounds creepy but it's really not and you just drive through the roads because there's nobody there and my dad would have me like practice like turning and backing up and then going in another direction stuff like that and my mom I mean my dad would work away from home uh a lot so when he was gone my mom would do it and it was just it's it's funny to think about learning to drive yeah not being a big deal there's the next one. Oh boy, go. we have more letters. Go for I love your letters. Keep I, the letters coming. I appreciate them being sent in. I love the Halloween stories and I love the car stories. I love all the stories. Uh, on a previous episode, we talked about the Westminster dog show and how we thought it was really strange that people... Indeedly do. Uh, they, they get the dog's uh, attention by giving them treats. But they keep the treats in their, in their mouth. Yeah, so Katie and I thought that was weird because we're not part of the dog world. Oh, and I do have to preface this with the fact that I talked about this on Instagram and how gross we both thought it was. We were like, ugh. And one, or actually it was because I shared a clip of us talking about it on Instagram. So people talked about it. And one of the girls said that she used to do it and people, it was liver treats that they'd keep in their mouth. And people said it's easier that way. And she's like, I always thought it was disgusting as a kid. Yeah. So, uh, this letter comes in from one of our fans who, yes. I don't know, maybe they're not a fan anymore. Maybe they're angry because we talked about it, but. I doubt. People dog are... trainer here, please do not ever reveal the secrets. Um, that's like a magician revealing another magician's. No, I'm just kidding. The letter doesn't say it. I was like, what? Dog trainer here. In another episode, you asked why handlers keep treats in their mouths during dog shows. Mm -hmm. Handlers store the treats in their mouths because the dogs naturally look to where they know the treats are going to come from. Oh. It's a way of making the dog appear to be focused on his handler. Oh. Even though I'm sure the judge is in on the trick, it just looks better. A dog looking at his handler's hand or pocket or the yeah, floor. Yeah, because they do do that. Like, Yeah, mm. it's, it appears to be less focused, uh, aka not as well trained. I once saw an agility com uh, competition where the owner not only kept the treats in their mouth, but she shot the treats from her mouth and the dog would catch them in the air. Wow. Uh, yeah. That <laughs> I guess, is interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, guess, I get it. It just still grosses me out. Yeah. Uh, well, you maybe you're not a dog person after all, Katie. <laughs> I guess that kept her from having to touch her mouth with slobber fingers. Yeah. Dog slobber fingers. Because that's grosser. Oh, also in case you were concerned, handlers tend to use chicken, cheese, hot dogs, things like this. So oh, they, they aren't keeping nasty treats in their mouths. Because I have just pictured like those little... You know, like little dog treats. Oh, like pepperoni? Yeah, like a pepperoni. Little kibbler. Or, or uh, I don't know. What's the milk bones are oh, like yeah. broken up? And I was like, wow, who yeah. knows what the fuck is in that? Are we even supposed to be eating that? Are dogs supposed to be eating that? But that makes sense if it's like just food, yeah. like regular food that we would all eat. Well, I love the show. Katie, your other podcast and your informative videos have been hugely helpful and got me started in my path to better mental health. So thank you, Michelle. Oh, yeah. Of course, Michelle. Thanks and for then, letting us know. Oh, P.S. Sean should shut up about the dog that's, stuff. He's, that's making, not he's nice. making that up. That's he's not make, nice, Michelle. Michelle is very nice. How dare you? Yeah. How, how dare you? Uh, but it's something we don't know about, right? And yeah. we, we joke again, it's opinions that don't matter. And if you want to be a nasty dog trainer who puts liver chunks in their mouth <laughs> and spits it so that the dog <laughs> is, is happy and you're happy and you get better points, then, you know, maybe. Uh, I just didn't like the fact that she would lick her fingers after the dog had licked her fingers. So and she get a good grip on the football. Back, I mean, the dog treat before she. <laughs> digging back in her mouth for more. Sometimes she didn't even take a treat out. Sometimes she was just cleaning the slobber off her uh, fingertips. Uh, and then she wouldn't give the dog treat. The dog's like, hey. Hey, I, I did a lot of work here. I didn't produce all this slobber just so you could 
Like, okay, gross. You're grossing me out. You're really grossing me out. But yeah, that makes sense. And I do know that they want them to like look at them and they do. I guess, I don't know. I don't know if I noticed the ones, the others didn't look at the handler's faces or if they looked at their pocket where the treats are coming from. But that one that would pew, pew, shoot it out, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Hey. Hey. You know, it's a mixed up world. The more humans you are know. very interesting, and dogs probably think we're nuts. Mm-hmm. You walk around behind them, you put their poop up for them. You know? I think you're nuts, yeah. <laughs> you have notes. Is that I what do. you said? Not that I'm nuts. You have notes? I said that you're nuts, and then I also have notes. All right. Okay. I have a couple, I have a lot of notes, actually. So the first one is Quibi. Ah. Uh, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. Quickly bites the dust. baby. Does anyone out there even know what Quibi is? Did yes. you hear about it? We only heard about it because when we were at Zeitgeist last year, they did like a presentation about it. And then we had a meeting later on about potentially trying to work with them on something. Obviously did not come to fruition because Quibi does not exist anymore. Mm. Um but lovely people, I just, from the get, I have to be honest, when we heard the presentation, I walked out of that session, and I I believe you're like, I have to hear more about this, this is interesting, and I was like, I don't think it's going to work, I don't well, get it. Well, I, my hat's off to anyone who uh, takes a swing. Of and, course, of course, no shame, and, and, you know, no shame a, in the game. A swing and a miss in this case, but it could have been a grand slam, and who am I to say that somebody who has been very successful in technology and the other person has been very successful in uh, the entertainment field. Yeah, say movies, films, things like that. Yeah. yeah, these two team up. I thought maybe they have something and I just don't understand, but it quickly bit the dust. Well, and I think the problem, because, okay, so we've been nice, blah, blah, blah. But the truth is, I don't think anything is successful if you don't ask people about it first and do beta testing, right? Like, there's, I can be honest and tell you that if I didn't check in with my audience to see what they wanted me to talk about every now and again, I could get off on a tangent of my own yeah. and make shit that's not even, people aren't even enjoying. You always have to do your research and asking your target audience about the thing you're creating. You can't assume you know best. I feel like that's the time that you make some really expensive mistakes. Yeah. Well, like, it cost them um, nearly $2 billion. Jesus. Uh, I think they're returning $300 million two investors and the rest will just well they're trying to sell off their assets right off on that and the only show i was actually interested in watching on quibi was uh chrissy's court (laughs) where chrissy Teigen would weigh in on people's like issues and be like you're an idiot you shut the fuck up give him 200 dollars. this is over like i love that i love to like judge judy but not a judge just someone like giving their opinion Fair enough. I, I didn't check out any of their shows because I, I didn't I, either, but I'm saying I, I downloaded was... it and then I didn't watch it. Um, so did whatever. you cancel our subscription or we did we pay for Quibi? We didn't pay for it. Mm, yeah. Okay, Just checking. Just checking. No, I downloaded it, looked around the environment and then I was I was out. I was like, I don't I don't need anything else to play. Sorry, I've got a burp. That's why you shouldn't drink the La Croix. I needed the La Croix, Katie. I needed it. Mm. Um, yeah. So Quibi's gone. Yeah. Um, Quibi's dead. All hail Quibi. I don't know. (laughs) Something like that. No, but I thought that was interesting that it was because it launched in April. Yeah. And it's dead in October. That's a pretty quick turnaround. Uh, Six months. Yeah. Pew. And they had those huge offices. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. I don't know if you guys pay attention to like tech or anything. Because the reason that I even know the smallest amount that I even know about startups and launching a technology item if you want to call it that 
is back in the day when Sean and I were launching the channel, I, we had also been very interested in creating a mental health app. I decided not to do that because I couldn't do both and it was exhausting for, we, there's only two of us and we don't have the financial wherewithal to like hire some a technology person. It's a big commitment to run a tech company and yeah. to really go down that road. Uh, whether we have the goods or not, I don't know, but to do it requires the utmost focus and, and mm -hmm. not just 100% but 150%, 200%. Yeah. Because and we were already, it was like, which thing do we want to do? And I was yeah. like, I want to do the YouTube thing. So we stuck with that. Also, neither of us could be a chief technology. Like we don't know. We a chieftain? We needed technology? A chieftain. We needed a CTO and we did not know any and we didn't have money to hire. So, so it was a quick, poof, it burnt out. I wonder if that Spotify, which is a tech company, mm -hmm. they're based out of Sweden if they talk like that. <gasps> yeah. No, I I'm the chieftain of... Uh, of the uh, the technologies, I, I hope so. Yeah, do no, they have I'm the a, shitting log? I'm the chief, uh, <laughs> the chief marketing officer. It's yeah, very nice. Uh, People are going to be offended everywhere. Um, no, but but the interesting thing about like about that is that you have to be able to put all of your energy into it, and I think you need to grow slowly because there is, I think there is something very important to the kind of bootstrapping it, figuring it out, like jack from patreon like trying to create this thing that is patreon and you do it with one friend and you're working like around the clock and you're trying to sort it out and you're trying to raise enough money just to get the the viable you know your they call it your mvp but it's like your minimal viable product minimum viable product but you know what i mean i feel like they skipped all those steps because they already had money and clout and that was their first error. Well, and arguably they knew what they were doing. You know, one is a very successful technologist and one is a very successful uh You should never producer. get too big for your britches. No, I, I get that. Um, but, you know, uh, I'm sure they're, they're not done. I'm sure they'll try other things in their career. And sometimes you, you take an L and uh, you bounce back, baby. That's a, that's a rap song. Yeah. No, but I, I just think it's interesting and it's a good reminder to... Uh, to me personally, to not assume, because I think when you make assumptions when it comes to business without actually hearing from other people, because you need to have people that are wise counsel to you that you can, they can tell you it's a turd. Right. Because if I had known Meg well enough, I would have told her that not that it's a turd, but I would have said, this doesn't really make sense. I think you should beta test this first. When we had dinner with her, mm -hmm. uh, in, in, uh, Scottsdale, mm -hmm. um, I was sitting across from her and she told me about it mm -hmm. and I had a lot of questions and I, I didn't, it wasn't that I was pulling punches, but I said, I don't understand your, your model here. Like it I, didn't I really, make sense. I, I thought I was, uh, daft, you know, like I, here I am having a dinner with a really nice, you know, someone who's, who's hyper very successful and talented, very and successful. intelligent, like fuck man. I, I, I love eBay. <laughs> PayPal, <laughs> you guys know eBay, that? you know, like, uh, well, HP. Was she HP mm -hmm, as well? Mm -hmm. Or yeah, I mean, yeah. not that's I a great. I think it was HP. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Neither here nor there. But, but you know, um, but it didn't make sense to me then. Mm -mm. And apparently, you know, I was right. But yeah, things just either make sense or they don't. And there's a difference between like when Twitter was first starting, it didn't make sense to me either because I was like, who would want to do 142 characters or also whatever? Twitter? What a silly name and and tweet. You know, I know, like, and a little bird, right? And but. But the difference between me not getting that isn't isn't me not understanding Quibi. And I'll, the, the difference is that I think with Twitter, I was like, who would want to, to do that? It was more like, who's your target audience? Why are people doing this thing called social media? Yeah. Right? So it's more me not understanding the landscape. 
with Quibi, I'm, I'm entrenched in digital creation of, or digital video creation. Quibi should have been easy for me to understand. I also digest a ton of video content, not traditional TV. I should have been able to, you know, do you see what I mean? Not that I know better than them. I'm not saying that by any means, but I'm saying that I should easily be able to understand it like a Disney plus or a peacock or whatever. Cause that's kind of what it sounded like it was a yeah. little bit. And you I should be, be able like, to figure out what they're putting down. Yes. Oh, I get what you're saying. And I could not keep up with it. And I didn't understand the flipping of the phone and that would give you a different view. And I was like, but how do you know when to flip it? Does it tell you at the top? And they didn't know there was no answer. It was very uh, poorly executed. What I'm bummed out about is that there's a lot of people who had jobs I know. And then now they don't have jobs. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. Man Repeller also shut its doors today. Oh, really? My I thought they were blog. super uh, profitable. I thought it was. No, a, I think they were. I think a it's skeleton just. Skeleton crew. Not a lot of ad dollars. You got to be not. lean right now. And it's scary. And I, I feel bad for everyone who's in business mm-hmm. as a small company. Because those are the first, you know, you don't have a big line of credit. Mm-hmm. Big companies, they have long, uh, larger lines of credit. So they seem to be able to weather it a little bit more. Although they're not going to be in the yeah. best well, of shape. Well, Quibi could have. I'm actually glad that they're returning some of the money because they could have just rode it out until they ran out. Yeah. You know? But then they'd have to listen to their investors for another you you know, to answer six to that. months like, why as they crash you? the plane. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was sad to see Man Repeller go. Um, for sure. The thing that's weird is I'm signed up for all of their newsletters. And I mean, I don't read everything that comes through my email. So that's probably why. But I didn't even know. And then Leander Medine, the, the CEO, the founder of it, just put a thing on Instagram right before we started this podcast that was saying that it no longer, it's like, it's done. They're closing their doors. And she's like, if you're looking for talent, I, you know, DM me, I cannot, you'd be so lucky to work with people we worked with. They didn't have a huge team, maybe like 10 people, but it's a small company that's going out of business. And, but I don't think it was that. So I'm suspicious as to why I think. So a couple of things took place over the past six months, maybe. So first of all, there's, there's COVID and that's complicated and ad dollars aren't what they used to be. Maybe I don't even know, but I think that the, the BLM movement swept through like she got a lot of heat from people, you know, from like social justice warrior people being mad that she didn't have enough diversity in her team and that she, you know, as a female creator should be doing X, Y, Z. And so she like removed herself as this, as the CEO or acting and took like a inactive role. And I think that's where it like derailed. And she was like, what am I even doing anymore? I think that was kind of what the happened. The company lost its identity. Mm-hmm. Is that she was no yeah, longer public because I have facing. to be honest. Since she went non-public facing and tried to like make it more diverse, which this sounds bad, you guys, and I don't mean it that like I don't like diversity, but it was not man repeller to me anymore, and I wasn't interested in it. I didn't know the writers. Like you get to where the writers of the blogs, I would read them every week. Because I'd be you like, would oh. think with a name like man repeller, that would be, you know. Uh, fantastic for the social justice warriors well and she's a female <laughs> oh she's that's a, a female, bad joke but you know but she's a female ceo yeah and i i enjoyed it because it was just it was hot like this is gonna say i don't know how else to say it but like intelligent or highbrow conversation about basic things and fashion and yeah. understanding and i loved it and i loved the the it was a definitely a female forward like type of blog and i Correct enjoyed me if i'm wrong but mm-hmm. it was what you liked about it was the or from what i could tell you like the honestness. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even the name, right? Like, let's 
Yeah, I feel like bad not, that I made that joke. But, but it's, you, I'm not dressing for men. I'm dressing for myself. Exactly. That was the idea of it. And it's been out for 15, 20 years, I think she's had and the you blog. And you think you'd want to elevate people like this that aren't, look, I'm not, uh, as a lady, I'm not dressing all, uh, you know, uh, scantily clad just to sell ads. This was like the, the opposite of that, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, I wear what I want because it's comfortable. And I like the way it looks and I will feel good in it. Yeah. And I, I really appreciated that. And they do these like in-depth, it's how I picked natural deodorants because they did like reviews of it. They did the reviews of the best underwear. They do all sorts of, and I've loved it for years and I'm actually really sad about it. And I'm hopeful that Leander will do something else because I like her voice. I like who she is. And I'm kind of pissed off that something like the the BLM movement would like take that from me. I feel very upset about it. <laughs> that like she would allow them to blow her so far off course to get wrapped up in in this weird thing that's going on that I don't even fully understand why she got attacked. I still don't really understand what it was or why. And that she'd allow other people to get so involved in her business that she would just shut it down. Yeah, I think uh, get it. we're not well equipped on this podcast to talk about this because I think a lot of times people expect you, if, if you're going to talk publicly about something, you have to know everything about it. Oh, no, I'm an idiot about it. I don't know anything uh, about it. Yeah. I'm just bummed that she's either. gone and it's gone. But something I, I liked is gone. Yeah. Well, in this time, like where if you're not publicly professing, you know, you, that you are an ally of blank, whatever it is, mm-hmm. like there's a whole list of demands. A whole demands. list. To keep, the list gets longer as we're talking right now, I'm if sure. You're, if you're not publicly saying I'm on that side, people automatically assume that you are uh, in the wrong. And I just don't yeah. think that people like to show their political, you know, like they're not everything has to be a political movement. No, you know, I can be a company that services everyone because I'm in the, the business. People of, would say that's a privilege for you to say that. And it's just this go back. It well, doesn't. My, those people I know, are interesting um, <laughs> because I think a lot of people who make up these rules that we're seeing now of you have to... Well, it gets you in a corner, so there's no right or there's no way to answer and there's no way to have a conversation. And my frustration lies in the fact that something that I loved that was a a total eclectic group of women that would write and and were on Instagram and I followed them forever. Now I don't have them and I'm sad. Mm. It's a bummer, dude. It is a bummer, dude. Yeah. I saw that news today. Womp, womp. But... I have faith in Leandra. She's not a one trick pony. She's going to come out with something else. I also loved like if I could have afforded it, I I bought those earrings that she sold, but I liked a lot of her merch stuff, but some of the shoes were like, they were 400 or $500. I just can't afford to spend that on a pair of shoes. But I like, I tried to support her what I could, the way I could. I'm glad I got those earrings. They're like a goddamn relic. I have all my man repeller stickers. I had to hold on to those things. And somebody even created a Instagram. This is why I believe in the good in people. And I believe that all the chaos that's happening right now won't be completely like, I don't know, like we're talking about like sanitization of shows and stuff. I don't want this, what's happening in our world right now to wipe out all the nuances and funny, quirky things that I love is when she removed herself from Man Repeller and said she wasn't going to be the CEO anymore. She's going to be inactive somebody created old man repeller and shared all their favorite articles and different photos of her. And it's this huge, very active Instagram. And they're like in the comments below her saying that it's officially closed its doors today. It was his last day. Mm. Somebody said, well, there's always old man repeller. And people are like, I love that. I'd be curious to know what the, what the full story is. Why, 
why they shuttered their doors? I'm going to do some research because I legitimately just read like, it on Instagram. Is it because we... they were feeling pressure or was it just because it wasn't profitable? Be- or maybe it's just a combination a of co- everything. Probably a confluence. Yeah, because she, she said that initially she took that inactive role because of it. And then she'd uh, posted a bunch of like notes that she had written. And she, I don't know if she made a blog post or not, but something about like how she'd felt like she'd lost her way or she wasn't sure what it was anymore mm. and what she was even doing. And it's okay to have a time of reflection and just want to like close it, you know, and like start something else, I hope. But I think you, oftentimes in life that it's a good thing to have a complete reset. I and think so too. We had mentioned this before and I think I caught a little heat in the comment section. People are like, not everyone has the choice to, or the ability to start over. And I totally get that. What I'm saying is hmm. in an ideal world, it would be good for every 10 years for you to have a new career. I think that mm-hmm. keeps you young. You're, you're... Why doesn't everyone have the ability to start over? Well, some people are just going day to day. Like you don't, not everyone has that luxury in life, you know, uh, to, to completely start over that. That is a luxury that some people have and some people don't. Some people are just working for that paycheck to put food on the table. Totally. But I think you can still have side hustles and stuff. Like I've been poor and working a lot of jobs and you can still do something. I I would push back against that a little bit. I guess just to the point that Uh every 10 years, it, it would be very, uh, nice. I think to have a a big reset in your life that's a positive um like starting a new career or whatnot well i'm even excited for us to move because we've been in this apartment for so long we've been in the apartment for so long that i wrote a note in my notes and i have no idea what it's in reference to and since we haven't been having cocktails i don't know how i wrote this note (laughs) my note for this week's podcast are you ready for it i'm ready pure gold i'm ready to just soak it in here we go okay how i accidentally joined isis during the pandemic why the fuck would I write that in my notes? Was it somebody? <laughs> did somebody do that? It's something on TV. I, I remember, but I, I don't have full. Did you, someone say they accidentally joined? Like they signed up by accident? And then I was like, what? How can I accidentally like, go down was that road? Was that one of my hole? NCISs? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, honey. You Anyways, need more I have some other notes like That's that. That's not a very good note because it doesn't get us anywhere. It makes no sense because <laughs> I would never join ISIS. I don't like them. And But anyways, I want to finish my story because I wasn't done with my man repeller thing. Oh, okay. You seem nervous about no, no, no. having I just, this conversation. I didn't conversation. realize there was more to it. But I just, I think it is good to, to sometimes close things, especially if she felt like it lost, she lost her way or she lost what Man Repeller was supposed to be. But it had been a blog for 15 years or more or something. So it might be time for a complete reboot. But uh, I'm just bummed. Yeah. And I think even though it's it's nice and hopefully she'll come out with something else because I have faith in her. Um, I hope that it wasn't because of hate online or people trying to turn her into some villain that she's not. Yeah. I think that's what frustrates me about quote unquote movements online is like, I'm sorry, does shouting hateful things at someone else make the situation somehow better? I don't see how it does that. Yeah, there's a an Olympian that I follow online. Oh yeah. Lindsay, Lindsay Vaughn, one of truly one of the best athletes that, uh, North America has seen in a very long time. And she's getting married to PK Subban. Yeah. Very cool. mm -hmm. Um, hockey player. He's played Montreal. He's a Montreal for a long time. Yeah. I mean, he's a Canadian, isn't he? Yeah. He's from Ontario. Um, okay. So continue Lindsay Vaughn. Sorry. I got you off track. Uh, so she, she's been, you know, uh, she's in retirement now, right? So she spends a lot of her time. I think she's building a business behind the scenes, maybe a little media company. I'm not sure. Uh, but she trains a lot still. So a premier, part of your lifestyle. Yeah. 
a premier skier, has won everything there is to win. Yeah, if you don't know who Lindsay Vaughn is, look her up. She's pretty amazing. The first time I I was, well, not the first time, but one of the biggest accidents I've ever seen was her, I believe it was in Lake Louise uh, on TV. And it's one of the worst wrecks you can ever see. But such a, a strong person, I think she returned the following season. Well, it's like um, in their blood. I mean, she probably wondered, who am I if I don't ski, right? Yeah. Um, so she goes on, uh, ha had won everything that I think the skiing world has to offer. Uh, she's retired. She still stays fit. She's training mm -hmm. all the time. I, I think she has some sort of media company that's, that's tied into this. I'd hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Got to make money after, cause your body wears down, right? We get older. Trust me. Oh, my back. Yeah. Ah, right. So yeah, that's it. I can only imagine how it feels for her and PK. My God. But uh, over the, I guess over summertime, she's been learning how to wakeboard or wake surf or wake whatever. Wake surf, I saw it because I was like, oh my God, Rebecca, yeah. Matt taught us and we did it. And so. So she's out I, there. And I knew what it was. I felt very cool and very in the know. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so she's out on the boat in the lake. And she's, she's uh, the flag girl, I think, uh -huh. you know, which is mm -hmm. basically when someone's in the water, you throw the flag up. So yeah. that make sure no other know. boats don't hit your person. No. Oh. And uh, so she's in a, a bathing suit and. Women in bathing suits, you can have cellulite. This is just a normal thing that bodies... That's called a body. Yeah. How do you have a beach body? You take your body and put it on a beach? Yeah. Uh, but I guess she was sick of the the comments Which um, is, uh, on Instagram. Like people dogging on her. I'm like, first of all, the she's people... She's a fucking athlete. Yeah. Th <laughs> this person would probably rip your arms off and stuff mm -hmm. them down your nose. Stuff one down your throat and the other up your ass mm -hmm. because she's that you strong. You deserve it. You know, mm -hmm. and you're going to talk about someone's body like that. I just think it's... It's really fucked up that we're in this place where people feel comfortable to to leave comments like that. That that, mm -hmm. that anyways, she's a tough person. Um, but she, she posted a really cool like caption about it. She did, and she she said, you know, I'm, I'm a person too, and I think she said like my feelings get hurt as well. You know, mm -hmm. just because I'm I'm somebody who you've seen on TV or whatever doesn't mean that I'm impervious to to this sort of yeah, bullying. bullying online. And and you should think twice. Body shaming. But I, I really appreciate that she posted all these mm -hmm. images. She's like, here's my tummy, you know, kind of. Uh, well, she's she's sitting. What she's doing, you guys, she's turned and like her leg is, is pushed because she got her other leg under her. She's turned to like put the flag up and you see cellulite on the side of her leg. And then no, that's, the other photo I'm talking about is where she's sitting and like you see a yes, tummy roll. But I was saying that she does like a bunch of these things yeah. where she shows like just a regular body. <laughs> It happens doing, to be an Olympian doing you know, body things, but she's clearly champion. fucking yoked, dude. Yeah. I Anyways, just I to kick all those people in the throat. Yeah, just the fact that she had to put that out there because again, she has a big audience. Mm -hmm. um, she she she's probably mentally fit, probably way more mm -hmm. fit than any of the Nimrods who are leaving shitty messages yeah. for her. Um, she's got a lot going on, and and for someone, I think it's a reflection of who they are to of leave a shitty message. But there's, right. there's something interesting about people feeling like they have a right to comment on someone else's body. Like, mm. I just don't get that. I, I really just don't understand it. Yeah. Like, I even just the other day was looking at Angela Kinsey's uh, Instagram, and she posted this old photo of herself with, because her mom had sent her her red cowboy boots and then some, like, old underwear. And she's like, Mom, why'd you send old underwear? It was really funny. And she's like, she's a comedian in a lot of ways, right? And so she's kind of making light of it and making jokes and ha ha ha. And she showed the old photo of her in the red boots with yeah. her. I don't know if it's her son or daughter, or one of her children, like with her. And she's like, these are the red boots, you know? And 
the comments were like, why are you so skinny? Where'd you go? Like, how have you know, you're not eating well enough. And then a lot of the comments were like, I only weigh 82 pounds, you know, ha ha ha. But I was like, why? It goes both ways. It's not it, it. I talked about this on the podcast that'll go up later this week, you guys or next week. I mean, but it just pisses me off because society is always like, oh, it's okay to look this way. It's not okay to look this way. It's okay to be this way. It's okay to not be. It's like you can't be this way. So there's this very thin line, emphasis on thin, between what we, we are supposed to look like without offending someone. It pisses me the right the fuck off. Hmm. And I, I would like, if someone would say something to my face about my body, I would hesitate to slap them. Well, that's it. People feel emboldened because they're keyboard warriors and uh, they would probably never say those things in public to somebody. They'd probably kiss that person's ass. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lindsay Vaughn. I'm such a fan because I follow you on fucking Instagram and watching you for years. Why would you shit on someone? I wish there was a bot or not a bot, but I guess like a a plugin that when you leave a shitty comment. Go ahead, pitch me on this. Okay, so here's my idea. So here's what we have to. Okay, we need to come up with someone who's a technology. So if you could be Mm -hmm. our CTO. Hit us up. So this isn't Shark Tank. This is Sean Tank. Okay. So my idea is it's called the troll of all trolls. Mm. And so when you leave a comment about someone's body or shit talking someone saying like, you know, I hope you die or fuck you or you're such an idiot. Our our plugin Mm. reads troll comment and sends you back thousands on all of your posts of the Uh. exact thing that you posted just over and over and over for Mm. like, hmm. A week. Whatever you say bounces off of me, me and multiplies into a hundred for you and sticks to you. Ah, I like I'm that. rubber and your technology. Glue. So maybe we'll call it the rubber and glue. Ah, I like that. Or just the rubber for short. That's not going to work. I think <laughs> uh, Trojan will get us. Yeah. Uh, okay. Which Going is kind up. of funny thinking, why or, would they call it Trojan? Or you press a, I how know, would you call, like, the that? Trojan horse snuck stuff right? in. Right? It didn't protect. It didn't protect shit. Nope. That's not what a, a good stupid idea. Durex good makes more you. sense. It's durable. Yeah. Durex. 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 Yeah. Not Trojan. Yeah. Ha we got you pregnant. Surprise. <laughs> no, no You thought surprise. we were just bringing a giant horse in. Turns out the giant horse was filled with men. <laughs> And those men make babies. Oh, my God. Oh, God. It's a terrible name. Good for you for pointing it out, Katie. Well, now that we're talking about names, you know. Uh, also in the news, some very interesting in things. In the news. Uh, I hate that guy. I hate that guy, too. All right, we won't say who that is, but. You guys know. Maybe. Hopefully I'd you rubber don't. and glue that motherfucker. Yeah. Pew, okay. pew, 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 uh, pew. In, in the news, I saw that uh, there's. You got really nasal there, you saw. It's when I'm not uh, comfortable. Uh, mm. I, I I changed my voice. Mm. Um did you know okay. that there's moon on the or there's moon on the water? Moon on the water. There's fire in the sky. No, uh, there's water on the moon. Yes. Okay, but it was oh like when it's I was a, a newer kid, discovery, isn't it? Yeah. So they've all they've been talking about where's water because uh, you have to find water for life to be able to exist and life like ours, right? So growing up, I didn't think there was any water on the moon, and I don't think any of the scientists shows you that scientists don't know anything. like uh gromit and whatever when they go moon, taste, gromit? is the moon made out of cheese right uh wallace and gromit such a good show it's so cute they have a the is the moon made out of cheese and okay you, yeah yeah but uh, okay so sorry uh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. it turns out <laughs> that there's water on the moon yes correct i grew up thinking there was no water science has revised it we've i don't think water. they knew when you were a child that there was water on the moon did they they didn't even know the moon was there when i was a child so mm-hmm. here we are so now we're today. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently there's a lot of 
icy, sandy water um, on the moon. Sounds delightful. Yep. Uh, Is that I the have, story? No. Oh, I was like, but it made that's me a shitty think, story. Like, <laughs> like, you know how people, like, I drink tap water. Mm, Santa Monica sweet, tap sweet water. Tap. No, we have I the would, filter that comes through our fridge. We're fancy folk now. But it comes from the tap, though. Well, yes. It's original source, it goes not the mountains. And it comes through our fridge, which I want to know in those comments, do you think that it means that we are fancy folk? Because I think it does. No, we're using the resources that are close to us. However, yes. if you're buying water that comes from, say, the mountains Fuji? an hour Fiji? away. No, like Arrowhead Mountain water. Oh, okay. You know, okay, fine. Okay. It's sort of close to you. It's a sort of, it's a spring mm-hmm. Like, but uh, if yeah. you're buying water from Poland or from Fiji, first of all, you probably shouldn't be buying water from Poland because I'm sure there's all sorts of Poland Springs is the one on the East Coast. Is that from Poland? Oh, I, think it's I thought actually, it was from Poland. I don't think it's from Poland. Oh, Poland, New York. I'll look it up. <laughs> you can keep talking. Okay. I'll look that up. But Fiji water, probably I think, Nestle comes from owns Fiji. It. Exactly. Your dad's going to shit. He hates Nestle. Bottled water that comes from other places as if the water isn't good enough near you. You know, Fiji mm-hmm. water. Anyways. If someone is so audacious that they would, is audacious the right word? Brazen. Brazen. Audacious could work, I think. Ballsy, uh, full of themselves, Mm. that they're going to buy water from a foreign place. Wouldn't it, and for a lot of money, mind you. Poland Springs is produced in Poland, Maine. Mm. It's a subsidiary of? Nestle. Nestle. Motherfucker. Your dad's head just exploded. Yeah. His dad hates everything Nestle. Well, they yeah. shouldn't own water. We'll get into that. In, in it was first bit. exploited, which is a good word, commercially in 1859 by Hiram Ricker, owner of a nearby inn. Hmm. Tagline, born better. <laughs> You've heard it here first. Bring so. back better or whatever the, the <laughs> new slogan is for the globalist. Uh, okay. So, but imagine in the not too distant future, uh-huh. Sean imagining. has a rocket ship because he's friends with mm, Elon Musk uh-huh. and, and, or Elon and I are out to dinner, let's say. And I said, buddy, here's the deal. We got to make more money. You're not making enough money. You're not, you're not using your rocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool to go to Mars, but it's very far. Okay. What if we just go to the moon, pick up some moon water we bring it back to the planet. Sweet, sweet moon water. Sweet, sweet. It's got neat minerals, like moon minerals that you, you don't, don't get here. You don't know if it's going to kill you, first of all. Make sure. Da, 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 da. We don't tell the clients that. Mm. We purify it. We mix it with a little tap water to, to cut it, you know, because that moon water is expensive. It's like drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but you sell moon water, and I bet you could sell it for a lot of money. Like some, oh, 100%. Some prince somewhere Although, is like, you know what? I'm in. Get me a case of that. Who else has it? Nobody else? Already just me? A company in LA called Moon Juice, and I wouldn't be surprised if they already haven't purchased Moon Water. What is Moon Juice doing? They're a juice. They have uh, powdered supplements you can purchase. This is just stupid. Juice. You can't find these elements on the moon, like to make juice. It's Sean, dust and water. It's not. If someone is selling you Moon Juice, it's they don't say it's Moon Juice. That's their company name, oh. and it's very cute. And I like. I don't really necessarily like their stuff. I haven't tried it, but their marketing is on point. Okay. It makes me think I need to buy it. Listen, the idea they sell things called like Beauty Dust, and it has like collagen or some shit, and you mix it in your water. Here's the deal, man. Here's the deal. <laughs> Seal the deal. What's the deal? We're only doing the Moon Water project to raise enough Excuse money. Me for us to get to the asteroid belt because mm-hmm. in the news we just found out oh this was the whole point uh-huh this blew my mind are you ready for it i'm ready tell they us they have identified something in the belt 
out there in space. Where I don't all even the rocks know what that are. means, the belt. Oh, around our galaxy like a, or something? Uh, around our solar system, we have a, a meteor belt, basically, oh. that like, a bunch of shitty rocks it's are like parked. It's like space junk? Yeah, it's basically mm-hmm. where all the space, the, the bits and pieces that didn't form planets. Oh, we watched that one show when they're the belters and they have that funny accent. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> watch a lot South of sci fi. They are like yeah. South African meets yeah. Rastafarian. Yeah, it's, it's pigeon. very confusing. Um, yes. Okay, so. What show was that, by the way? So they can. Ooh. I forget. Okay. It'll come to me. I'll look it up. I can probably Google. Thank you. You're my young Jamie. I am Jamie. I'm not as fast as Jamie because I also have to be, you know. So what if we went out to the, uh, the belt and we went for a specific reason to get rich because that's what you do when you go out there. Why would we go? The expanse. The expanse. Thank you. Um, they have discovered it's not a rock that's out there in the, in the, uh, the belt. They've found the core of a planet. Oh, so the belt is a planet? N- no, I don't well, understand. the belt is just a bunch of rocks. There's yes, a meteor belt. That, but there's a planet in there? There's what they suspect is the leftovers, the, the remnants of a planet from the early formation of our solar system that or perhaps exploded? even earlier. Uh, they think it the was only terminated. way. You, like if you were to get to the core, how many licks of the, does it take to get to the center of the Tootsie Pop? You just bite Pop? into it. Everybody <laughs> knows that. Right. Take that idea, but go to the galactic or to the, the, the planetary planetary, planetary, planetary intergalactic. intergalactic. Uh, they think something smashed into a planet. So okay. one planet hit another planet. I'm not following you. So let me finish. They okay, but it's it, it knocked helpful. everything away except for the core. That's all that remained. The core mm-hmm. is iron, just like our core is, or molten. I don't. My know. core is just love and compassion, Sean. Nice. I don't know about you. The Peace Corps, <laughs> not the uh, not the Army Corps, uh, the Marine so, Corps, but Back Corps, your your stomach corps, your cores. arm corps, the Marine Corps is. I'm pretty sure that's where they got core. <laughs> I know this has gone off on a tangent, and I'm still in the middle of a pitch to Elon Musk at dinner. So, oh, buddy, wow. we get he's, the moon water already. We make the money from the moon water, mm-hmm. then we go out to this core that's sitting in the in the belt. They say in the news, it just came out this week. Okay that this core okay. is worth more than the entire global economy. So all I'm saying is we need the space shuttle to go out Why there. Why would that even matter? Who, who We're cares? gonna bring it back to the planet. How are you gonna do that? How long does it take, like 75,000 years to get out there? No, like, I don't know, six months to maybe 20 years. I know, those the travel takes sp- forever. Space is very like, far. Like to get to like Saturn is mm. like 70 years or something, or 125 years or something. You have to like, have be pregnant and get there and then hope that like your grandchild makes it there or something. Right. Well, anyways, that was my idea is that we, we make the moon water, we make Mm -hmm. the money there. Then we go get that, we get that space, get uh, that core. Yeah. That, that space hunk of metal. We drag it back. Your back core, your front core. And now we're in business. baby. And you got your money core. Yeah. That's, that's definitely, (laughs) do you remember Joe, my old roommate? uh, It's not a very good pitch though. I have to be honest. I know. I don't have very good ideas. You have great ideas. You just need a little zhuzhing. Yeah. You need the pippy part of you to to come out of retirement and sell me on something. Joe, my old roommate, uh, Uh one time confronted me. Am I your new roommate? Well, you are, but... (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, He confronted me with a piece of paper and he said, did you do this? Oh. And I said... Did I make a piece of paper? No. And this is one of my favorite things He said, no, this. And he time. turned the paper around because I was looking at the blank side, so I didn't know. He turned it around, and on it was an illustration, and it had 
uh, a man thinking, like a little stick figure with a thought cloud, mm -hmm. and then an arrow from the thought cloud that pointed to a box, but it wasn't like just a regular box. It was a box. Like a 3D box. And then an arrow from the other side of the box. and it, Going out, like going it's out, a production. And to to money, production a money symbol. Line. So thoughts in the box equals money. Yeah, you put the thoughts in the box. And he, so apparently someone... I won't say who, because I don't know. But it's genius. And it is something Sean would do, by the way. Someone signed Joe up for InventTech. You know the... Um, Remember the inventors? It shows a little... If you guys are in the States, I'm sure you've seen him. He like is making a wheel out of stone. And he's like... Yeah, he's so a you, caveman. And they're like, do you have ideas? Send them here to InventTech. And then they partner with you. They, they get you a patent. They probably take they, all your money. Yeah, yeah anyway. they take a chunk of it. They're your new business partner. So... Uh, someone had sent in to invent tech care of Joe. Uh, <laughs> Under Joe's name, his this, good name has uh, been sullied. <laughs> great idea. And uh, on his piece of paper, it said rejected. And he got a rejection letter from the invention company for this idea of the... I'm sure they get so many hilarious, like funny mm -hmm. things like that. And probably things that people think are real inventions. Yeah. Like that. I had another one where, uh, I mean, there, there was another you, idea. You didn't do it. You would have owned it. Or, but... There's an image of a dog picking up the Didn't poo. you think Angel did it? <laughs> yeah, I think Angel did I it. I think Angel did it. But it's totally something Sean would do. But recently we, we watched, and I don't recommend this show, but the, is it called Sick Note? Oh, yes. And it's on Netflix, and it has one of the, the one of the, the main characters from Harry Potter originally. Ron He's Weasley? Ron Weasley, yeah. It's, this, it's the actor that does that. But anyway, there's a girl in it who keeps trying to invent things like this you put it on your thumb and you suck it and it's supposed to release like it's supposed to calm you down it has like vitamin d or b or something in it and it tastes like strawberry and then she wanted to make a shower gel koozie that keeps your shower gel warm but it was like knitted and i just it's like a mold trap i don't know what the but she's always trying to invent something that's what made me think of like we should send some of those ideas into invent tech but those aren't your ideas you have to have your own original ideas well, that one was just like, we put ideas in a box. <laughs> I mean, that's not even an idea. Let's be honest. Yeah. I thought it was pretty funny. So you're not going to invest in my... Uh, my Rejected. Okay. No, well, it wasn't me. You said it was Elon Musk. Uh, well, I don't want the role core. playing here. Oh. If you were Elon Musk and I was... Uh, my, I have a lot of questions that you don't have answers to. So you got to do some research. You come back to me with your answers. Questions no, we're being, only going to find those answers out along the journey... I'm Once not up you've for given that. me the money to, nope, that's not how business to fly is the spaceship. Can I? Some people still know how business is done. <laughs> <sighs> well, let's um, eat dinner. I'm hungry. Yeah, let's eat. With that said, we will catch up with you next week. Have um, a wonderful week. I hope. I'm sorry we did not dress up. I apologize. It's been a long week because we're going to be out of town next week. So we're trying to. Oh, yeah. We have to do another episode uh, right after this. Yes. Or tomorrow. Tomorrow. That was me doing a lot of things to get caught up. All right. Uh, well, thanks for joining us for another uh, fabulous episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. Have a good week. Some of the side effects that uh, you may uh, experience. Oh, I showed Sean that TikTok about fuck them all. Uh, and he hadn't seen it before. And if you need to look it up, I think it's P H U C E M O L, fuck them all. It's hilarious and everybody should watch it. And if we can find the link, we'll put it in the description. But there's a TikTok about fuck them all. And she's like, Are you sick and tired? people whining and complaining about it, literally everything. I know I am. And she's like, but that took fuck them all. And fuck them all prevents me from giving a fuck about anything. It's hilarious. And it's shot, this TikTok, this is why I love TikTok, is it's, it's 
filmed in a way that it looks just like a pharmaceutical commercial. It's beautiful. We'll put the link to that TikTok and you guys can watch it over and over and over just like I have because it's so funny. Cool. Okay. Well, that wraps up another episode. Don't forget to send in your questions or your funny answers. Stories, funny stories. All sorts of things. Send uh, us things. Opinions that don't matter. OTDM. Pod. pod. Like a pod person. Yeah. At Gmail. Gmail. <laughs> I'm bothering him. It's funny. Okay. Uh, that's okay, it. Okay. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.